forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast may contain pre-show arguments, snoot restrictors, top hats not worn on heads, and a massive breakthrough in theme park wallet and hat storing technology. All that plus Stephen Ray Morris returns to talk Velocicoaster on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride with your hosts who were so preoccupied with whether or not they could start a theme park podcast, they didn't stop to think if they should start a theme park podcast. I'm Scott Gardner, uh, gold-blooming it a little bit, uh, joined by Mike Carlson. Yes, hello, I'm here, and I we did not uh, consider the implication. We did not consider the uh, what would happen if we did it. and uh, We didn't earn this knowledge. We took it from Yesterland and from Jim Hill, and now, right. we're, now we're selling it. We're selling it. Uh, <laughs> Jason Sheridan. Yeah, I'm placing I... a water droplet on Jason Sheridan's hand right now to show him. <laughs> Uh, to, to illustrate what happened, kind of in a, a non-verbal way. I uh, forgot for a, a second that moment in the movie, and I was like, oh, "Do I have a water droplet on my hand? How did I? How did I do that? It's the and sexy, why is Mike honing in on it? It's the sexiest part of the movie, I think, other than the shirtless Goldblum. It's oh, because that, oh, that's a little yeah. Here, it's a little flirty because well, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's what he doesn't realize. It's it's all hands. It's all see how I do this thing with you and with your hands. Yes. Uh, oh, let's it's see the Goldblum sexuality. Secret, secret of the yeah. hands. Um, uh, yeah. Hey, we're uh, we're doing some Jurassic Park stuff today. Jurassic World, really. Uh, um, excited to be doing it. Mainly, we are back on main feed. Apologies for the uh, the the long break, but it was nice to get some time off there. Of course, there were new episodes that entire time uh, on the Patreon. So. If you want to hear everything that you that you missed, if you didn't hear all that, uh, you can catch up at the Second Gate and Club Three. All of that at Patreon.com/slash/PodcastTheRide. But here we are, back back for free, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, good to see you again. And it seems like a good way to kick off the year to continue our series of big new rides from this decade, yeah. from this century. Yeah. Blockbuster, yeah, two year old. Yes, attraction. <laughs> it's a two-year-old ride. It's a yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I feel so new. I thought yet... it was sooner, but it was. Really? Yeah. It's been there for for a little bit because yeah. it kind of popped up, uh, you know, when pandemic was still still kind of cooking. Uh, but yeah, big rides that now we've experienced. Some of us will get into us, that. Yeah. Uh, but very excited to be doing it with a, a fan of the franchise and a returning guest and a, a, a great supporter of the show. It's so good to see you again from the podcast from his podcast, See Jurassic Right. It's Stephen Ray Morris. Thank you, thank you. I have the spirit of Jimmy with me today. Rest in peace. Oh yeah, wait. Describe your shirt. Because yeah. this this ties together, you know. You called a shot a while back, and I, I filed it away, and it was like, well, if you want to do Velocicoaster or uh, Jimmy Buffett's books, <laughs> yes, oh my yeah, god, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, we got a lot. There's a lot of Buffett in the air <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now. No, of we just didn't want to clip through. We'll deal. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But the shirt. Yes. So yeah, it's basically it says Jimmy Buffett in his kind of classic font, like the the yellow greatest hits cover, and then there's the T Rex and it's Jimmy Buff throwing the peace sign surrounded by dinosaurs and <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's and then it says live from Jurassic Park. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I wish I knew it's who awesome. actually did it, but a friend gave it to me for Christmas. But I'm sure if you look online, 
You'll you'll find it. Sell it as official merch because I I, look. I think it's probably not official Jimmy Buffett license, which I'm not offended by. (laughs) Look, dude, I think you should have sent five bucks to the (laughs) Buffett estate. Yes, just because to make it fair. I will. I will. Yes, I think they should officially license that. It's not official because he's not holding two Margaritavilles and or two margaritas in peril. Well, it's not fleeing, and it's it's not advertising enough for the other parts of the brand. That's right. (laughs) Yes, that's really what I again care about as far as. Well, that was the funniest thing to me about because obviously in Jurassic World there's the Margaritaville at the park where you're like this is great this is like perfectly like in the world of of a real theme park kind of thing exactly mm-hmm. what it would be it's my favorite thing about those movies that there's a Brookstone and a Margaritaville <laughs> yes. and, a, and an IMAX theater is <laughs> that detail and then in the the Fallen Kingdom the second Jurassic World movie they literally have a shot just of the like destroyed Margaritaville sign like on mm-hmm. the main street when they go back <laughs> to the island where they're like where Frank is just like Frank uh, Frank Marshall is just like, of course, yes. You know, it's just <laughs> On like this show. I think it's a first name basis. It, it's Not just, the last Frank Marshall reference no. today. Um, but it's Good. just like Thank I God. just love Thank that God. they just go like you know, just in case you forgot there was a Margaritaville here at Jurassic World. It's a big part it's of, nice the, not, of the yeah. new ones, and he and he's in them. I feel like canonically, you know, like in in real life, Jimmy Buffett was Frank Marshall's best friend. But I feel like in the world of the Jurassic film. I feel like <laughs> narratively, he, maybe he was best friends with uh, Dr. Hammond. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh. I like the idea we of go that. Go way yeah. back. We're, kind of, we're both pioneers. <laughs> I pioneered Trop Rock, and he pioneered Mosquito, getting that mosquito goo out. Yeah, he, he had a crazy idea for a dinosaur park, and I thought, hey, maybe let's put poke on some nachos. <laughs> <laughs> Same deal. Two innovators. <laughs> But see, thing, and then this guy was telling me that I didn't stop to. I was so concerned whether I could, I didn't stop to think if I should. <laughs> that oh. guy talked too much. I, I gave him a margarita, said relax, and he uh, hey, he passed out real ha- quick. Ham and dinosaurs went crazy, started eating people, and the poke nachos made a bunch of people sick. <laughs> Both uh, incidents and accidents. Hey, the lawyer got eaten, and no one was sad about that. Am I right, folks? <laughs> oh man, yeah, you're right. Jimmy would be like, get the lawyer. <laughs> I told him, if there's a problem there, just run to the nearest thatch bathroom. It'll hold up. <laughs> get straight there. Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, so excited to get your 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 perspective on this ride, uh, uh, having a podcast all about uh, the, the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Um, and you, I, I know that you're a fan of the ride as well. Seems like you did it a while back. Uh, what, what were the what were the circumstances of uh, of experiencing Velocicoaster? Well, it's funny because the first, the the only time I'd ever been to Orlando was when I was like, it was the year Lion King came out. Because I just remember because there was tons of pictures of my sister and I just like covered in Lion King merch. Mm -hmm. And at that point, the Jurassic Park ride hadn't... the second park, the the adventure one, hadn't Islands been built. Of Islands of Adventure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. thank you, Jason. Yeah. Um, the that's that, on his sweater. Right it's now. on my sweater. <laughs> it's one. It's the heaviest, chunkiest sweater I have, and it's cold out. It's a great sweater. Putting so. on my chunky islands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I hadn't been to uh, Orlando since I was a kid, and I think it was that when the Velocicoaster opened. I think that was kind of like an incentive. To want to, you know, especially like I went in August of 2021. So the ride had only been open for a couple of months right. and things had only been 
like park because um, Universal here in LA had opened on my birthday in 2021, so that was like a fun mm. treat to get to go back to. to oh, you did that on your birthday? Yeah, I did that on my oh, birthday. Yeah, that weekend. It was so much fun. Wow. Um, but then uh, I had a friend who, you know, it was like one of those. His dad worked for the parks or whatever. And it was kind of just like, hey, if you want to come out for a weekend and you can ride, you know, like again, first time back to to Orlando and you know since I was a kid so long oh my god yeah Yeah. and it was you know it's one of those things where I'm like now that my dad lives in Florida like anytime I go visit him I'm like do you want to go up to Orlando go to like Disney World or Magic Kingdom because like (laughs) Magic Kingdom didn't exist when I went there the first time but yeah, the Velocicoaster was just like we you have mean to go. Animal, and, not to correct, yeah. or yeah. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I shouldn't do. I just want to say it. In no, case no, anybody no. was mm. thinking. No, no, all the <laughs> listeners are going to appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it was one of those things where it was like we're basically there. I mean, because I I've written a lot of the other, you know. Well, I guess I hadn't written the Jurassic Park ride there either. So it was like kind of just like we're there for two days. We're just going to hit up all this stuff. We did Margaritaville mm-hmm. at City Walk uh, Saturday night. And then Sunday, we went immediately to Velocicoaster, like, first thing. Because I just, I felt like at the time, the lines were just so insane. So it was like, this is the priority. And then very just, very luckily, we, uh, because of my friend's dad or whatever, like, we got to go ride the ride twice in a row. Oh, wow. Like, we we still had to get off. It was one of those kind of things. But but it was one of those. I just feel very lucky that I got to do that like in that way because uh i think it's the greatest roller coaster of all time wow yeah yeah i mean uh yeah i get we'll we'll get in yeah yeah you guys are the ones to say but if you want to plant that flag do you agree with that statement is is it a viable candidate is that the only reason i would say is just because i haven't been on like big stuff like i haven't gone on tatsu i haven't been brave enough to do stuff like that at Six Flags, so I Cedar guess I can't, Point, you know, anything mm-hmm. at Cedar yeah, Point. I say, I can't yeah, I can't say uh, definitively, but as far <coughs> as every like anything I've been on, now I I, I pose the question: Is Guardians better than Velocicoaster? Is Velocicoaster better than Guardians? Um, but I think purely from the like again, I think I said this like purely from the uh, uh, experience that my body is having, the way I'm handled, as I said <laughs> on the Guardians episode, I think yeah, it's the best coaster I've ever been on. Absolutely. Yeah, as, like, far, as far as like thrills, you know, because I like, you know, uh, Transformers and, you know, uh, uh, Rise of the Resistance and the Hagrid one, like those are all innovative in all these different cool ways. But like, just as like a regular roller coaster, I feel like it's my, my favorite at least. Yeah. And it seems like there's, I bet there are rides with, that that put up the stats more like like the co- the amount of inversions the speed the height whatever i'm sure velocicoaster is topped in those t- in technical regards but i bet on in coasters that aren't as well kept up that aren't as high tech that don't have the like uh kind of the the, the like narrative build it seems like it's it, because it feels like this thing uh, it, it it's not one of those those roller coasters where like the big thing it does is at the top and then the rest is right. kind of like a a wind around and it's all fun but you kind of like did the big thing that like this thing has like beginning middle end it yeah. feels like yeah yeah it, it does a lot of stuff really well there's like perfectly maybe. two big almost magic tricks in this that caught me so off guard yeah what do, what what are you the, considering the them? second. Launch, yes, oh. the launch up the top hat, 
and then the very end, barrel roll over the water. Yeah. Somehow, despite staring at it from port of entry a number of times, it didn't occur to me what that would be like going over the yeah. water. Well, you were in such down. a port of entry fog. Uh, well, yeah. To focus. I was in the port of entry fog. Just yeah. like because you don't you don't just like grab that cinnabon and go. You sit. You take seventy five minutes with it, <laughs> knife and fork it. Yeah, I got to hear the bite. whole loop <laughs> when it when the, the loop repeats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and whoever you're with, like shh 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 the piccolo. Hear the piccolo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like me when I hear like uh, uh, like Eve Six playing in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, stop everything. <laughs> a very rare piece of music. Oh, yeah. is playing right now that's like uh i was there was some karaoke and then they did the mulan i'll make a man out of you and like the entire bar just like erupted it was like oh <laughs> everyone here is like mm. between the ages of 35 and like 45 like, <laughs> like we look like uh, i just for the first i just saw some disney christmas parade i'd never seen where donny osmond performs it oh, himself yeah. whoa seeing the face uh <laughs> putting the face to the voice mr isle <laughs> the most pronounced nobody's ever pronounced Music so much. Make a man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I know. See, I want to start singing it now. Go for it. (laughs) Take it. Um, Out of you. Of the moon, those Be big. Okay. Uh, um, the, what he, you were saying about that second launch, I didn't realize this. The second launch isn't as fast as the first launch, but it makes you feel like it is. Well, yeah. No, you do go. Uh, it's it not be. as fast on the launch, but you end up going fast. Sure, but the, the launch fr- itself isn't faster than the first launch. I, no. That's what I saw. Well, because first launch is. I saw conflicting things, Maybe. zero to 50 or zero to 55 miles per hour. Oh, yeah. Wow. Second launch, you go from 40 to 70 miles an hour <laughs> to get oh, you so it's not as hill. it's not going, it's not zero to, yeah, so that's yeah. a different sensation, yeah. right. But I feel like that's why, like, Jason, you're, you're so right about that, just because it's like, I, I think, I, I'm, I, I think since I've started getting back into going to theme parks again and stuff, you know. Um, for I guess for a listener to remind you of like I worked at Disneyland in high school you know so I like um, but like one of those things where it was I just didn't really like I didn't look ahead or anything and it was that kind of thing where you're like I'm going as fast as as I've ever or feeling like I've fast as I've ever gone on a roller coaster and then you then the second launch happens and you're just like oh my like there's that feeling like when you're on the ride that you're like how is it even possible like they're they're just gonna send us shooting off like a old like um roller coaster tycoon like when you're a kid and you just make the roller flying yeah you just make the roller coaster just go (laughs) off and then all the you know all the people on the ride just fly off into the theme park or whatever yeah and then they just then somebody nails a sign up some little sim guy (laughs) this ride is not safe yeah um Let's just let's step back. Make sure we've said some basics here. This is a, a fairly new attraction at Universal's Islands of Adventure in the Jurassic Park area. Obviously, opened June tenth, twenty twenty one. I think. Uh, let me read their official literature and say that it is you, yeah. the apex predator of roller coasters. Oh, we can agree on this statement, can <laughs> we agree. not? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. But yeah, this is. It is like it is a gigantic, record breaking, highest of tech. Highest of Thrills roller coaster, in which the to, the premise it in the world it is a roller coaster. It's not like we're abstractly representing <laughs> like the mm-hmm. way some things are. Like it's sure it's on a track, but you're supposed to think that you are on the flight of a dragon or oh, something, right? Or you are a raptor or something. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it, because I wasn't sure about that, having again not gone on it myself. <laughs> uh, but it is. In it is like you're in the world of of Jurassic World, 
and they have opened a roller coaster that goes in and out of a velociraptor paddock to simulate the thrill of yep. the hunt. Is this a, a fair <laughs> summation? Yes, and, and and Claire and Owen are having a big argument about it in the pre-show. <laughs> Just uh, like Frank, first name basis. Yes. Claire and Owen, Claire we and know Owen. them, we love Our favorite them. characters from the Jurassic <laughs> Park yes, movies. Yes, of course. <laughs> well, Owen Grady and Claire Deering, let's say they're... If you want thank to. You, if it's, thank you, Jason. That, Waste, that's, Jason, you just wasted five seconds that we didn't need because the audience knows those last names. <laughs> we know the Deering legacy. We know. We well, know. look, you know, there's different age groups, you know? Older people, they think the star of the Jurassic movie, it's Alan Grant, but the younger <laughs> generation, they know Owen Grady. That's true. No, yeah, well, we know the correct answer, which is that Alan Grant doesn't fucking matter anymore. <laughs> it's about Claire Deering, end of story. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Amen. <laughs> Even I know Alan Grant came back in the last one, but I didn't pay attention. I, I closed my eyes until yeah. Claire was back. I heard about it and I was mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so You're like, I why do they bring it. these olds back, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> these dinosaurs. These aren't the kind of dinosaurs <laughs> I want to see. Exactly. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think another big notable thing about it is that this is, you know, we've had Jurassic Park the ride for a long time. Uh, which then opened in Allen's Adventure is Jurassic Park River Adventure, and there's other, like, yeah, it, the international parks have versions of that, but this is the first major Jurassic Park attraction that is not in the river format. Right. Yeah. It is the first one to open, at least, that breaks us out and cracks open the entire world of other Jurassic. I know there was Pteranodon flyers, but I mean like big old, you know, major. Right. Well, there's the there's the one in uh uh which one is it overseas? There's a new Jurassic The world. Rapids one? No, or not no, the Rapids. No, the, um, it's, it's like uh, in a scoop vehicle. Yeah, where they chase you. Beijing. Beijing. Yeah, is where that is. That is I um, think just called Jurassic World Adventure. Do you know about this, Stephen? Do you know about uh, this crazy ride? I think ride? I've watched maybe a video of it once, but it is hard when you're like looking at theme parks that are so far away, and you're just like, "Well, I don't know. I don't like. I don't want to get too sad that I'm probably not going to be able to go anytime <laughs> soon." You know? Yeah, Beijing's a difficult uh, trip to do for sure, but like, uh, it is. It's nuts. It's, it, it, a, it makes me. This is also uh, like. It makes me so happy that uh, we're not just sticking with one Jurassic ride because. Yeah, you're right. It's the Spider-Man ride vehicle. Oh, yeah, but you're, so you're in and out of screens. But there are a lot of practical dinosaurs. There's one too. big set piece that's pretty crazy. That's a big robot. Spoiler alert. There's a big T-Rex. I think Indominus. Indominus. I'm so sorry. It's Indominus. I have an Indominus toy in the house now, thanks to the kiddos. You know more dinosaurs. I'm more Indominus focused at the moment. So yeah, but it's like it. They make it look like it's truly walking toward you. Well, that's like at at Universal here. It's the at the end of the Jurassic World ride, the the redo. Because I think when it first opened, it was kind of just like sitting in the corner, just like roaring. But like now, it actually under a, a tent of some kind. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. When it opened, it was like I think the yeah 2019. It was just like it was kind of like ah, and you're like, okay, that's not anywhere near us. We're not going to be in danger. But now it actually like walks up right up to the edge where the um, where the T Rex swings out because the Indominus is sort of just hanging out, and then the T Rex still swoops in. Yeah. So they have like a snoot off. They (laughs) snoots touch, and then they kiss us. One of these animals you refer to as having snoots, it can't all be snoots. People are pointing (laughs) out turtles don't have snoots. It's not snoots. Well, well, they have a beak. But uh, beaks is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, not every animal on the planet has 
a snoot. But I know I th- you love saying the word, <laughs> but at some point I gotta I gotta call right, you out. If somebody uh, look, I think it's cute that this Indominus is a snoot. <laughs> I just think well, it's, it's a fictional it's my, animal, so it could that's have true. a yeah, 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 it could true. biologically hybrid, have yeah. a snoot. I mean, uh, it is like the uh, like. Uh, again, from when I went to Disney World as a kid, my sister got the Simba and Nala that have the magnets in their nose. Oh, we and had they those. Kiss yeah. the plushes. Really? I don't know that. That's cute. We had those. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if maybe they, yeah, probably on eBay or something. But like, sure. yeah, now they need to make an Indominus and the T Rex with magnets in their with, snoot. Yeah. So they, so they, <laughs> yes. <kiss. laughs> That's good. That they're trying great. to bash heads. They're trying to fight. But once they get close, they realize they're in love. Nuzzle, Enemies yeah. to lovers. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Um, so, yeah, this thing, that thing in Bay. Beijing, though, it's like I think it's on like a turntable of some kind. So it they're must sort be. of like you are, and it you. is. So they're just ro- or you're going. I, I don't. I don't know how it works, but you're going like kind of backwards, and they're oh, wow. turning it so it really makes like the full size body of the dinosaur oh, wow. is kind of like lumbering toward you. It's crazy awesome. on video. It's it, it sells in the video, and I'm sure in person, it's two hundred percent. Yeah, better too. Um, it's nuts. Uh, so this all makes me happy. That the Jurassic World films have been successful because it juices up the parks. We get new stuff in the parks, and it feels like they've really reinvested in the franchise mm-hmm. theme park-wise. Um, which, this makes it, to me, this is the epitome of franchise I'm iffy about, sure. but who cares? I want my rides. Give me rides. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's 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 fine. Uh, Stephen, where do you land on these? Uh, uh, with, with your pocket, what is, uh, uh, I, I, I imagine you love the first movie very much. Where do you fall on Jurassic World as opposed to... Uh, well, to- yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I was like, I'm invested in liking them to some extent. But I also think... I kind of think Chris Pratt was like miscast in the movies a little bit. Because mm. I feel like they were kind of... Com- you know, because... Um, Guardians and Jurassic World came out like around the same time or within like a year of each I think Guardians was 2014 and they were like oh well Chris Pratt is sassy in that movie so we kind of have to make him like a dour Werner Herzog character in the Jurassic (laughs) World movies where he's like everything is you know even even in the ride video for Velocicoaster he's like we're all gonna die like you know you're a bunch of idiots like that kind of stuff he's severe in this yes and then they've kind of had to pivot away from that a little bit uh, and I mean, you know, I well, I I think Jason Clark I think would have been a better fit for the Jurassic World movies. Oh, uh, sure. I think just a little bit weirder, a little more eccentric. But I mean, you know, I like them because I like seeing dinosaurs. You know, yeah. so it's kind of yes. like the thrill of that. And I did like the last movie a lot, if only just because it reminded me more of like a Michael Crichton novel, where it's like dinosaurs, sure, whatever. But like locusts, like that's where we're. That's like <laughs> the interesting part, right? And we're like, I guess, but. I'm 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 down for it. I'm down for more Laura Dern getting oh, to yes, you know yeah. getting oh, yeah. to kick ass. So Certainly. I'm 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 grateful for the last one, that last one uh, just for that. But sure. yeah. yeah, I mean you know they're they're enjoyable and I like seeing dinosaurs and stuff. But yeah, that's how it. It's like you're at least getting yeah a bunch of new. I like you know what I feel like about that first one is like. There's so much. I, it's like I like so many things about it. I li- I like the Margaritaville and the Brookstone. I like the mall, and then I like the the spheres. The what are the gyrospheres? What are those called? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like those, and I like Indominus, and I like the t- I like that it's like the the version that worked, and that yes, is it, yeah, but yeah. then that one goes awry, and then and then it just doesn't add up into. Yeah, <laughs> I like every piece, and then it doesn't like coalesce into something that's super works for me but hey that's i don't know there's big movies that 
don't even have pieces that I like. So that, yeah. that's something. I like Jake Johnson buying oh, yeah, vintage yeah. Jurassic yeah. Park merchandise. Yes. That was very yeah, relatable yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I I liked him as comic relief. You know, um, Jurassic World and Transformers. It's like, yeah, these might not be my favorite movies. Great for a ride. Yeah. Great for yeah. a five to six minute, you know, experience with like absolutely factoring the, in ride time and queue time. You know, the only thing I would say is with ride in regards to the rides is like I don't love the aesthetic of Jurassic World as much as the original. And I don't think that's nostalgia. It's a little cold. Jurassic World is a little cold because they do recreate sort of the like gray-blue aesthetic for Velocicoaster. Yeah. 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 I kind of, I'm surprised that I like it. Now, I, I think I said on an episode, like getting to go on original Jurassic Park, the ride or river adventure there with its yellows and reds and kind of 90s yeah. primaries. I liked it, but I also kind of—I hmm. don't know. It's more—it's more generic. It feels like other franchises have those colors, but I—I I think like I think the colors of all these all these new things, and especially Velocicoaster, are, are pretty cool. I don't know why. I'm I'm like I'm surprised. I'm, uh, I'm forgetting. I just find it a little cold. That's all. Well, I'm not against. I think it. that's yeah. by design. Yeah, I, it's almost yeah. that thing of like. In the 90s, they were like, what does the San Diego Zoo look like in 1991? And then we're going to, you know, for 1993. And then now it's like we're looking at, yeah, zoos. And, you know, because I I watched a behind the scenes video for the roller coaster. And, like, they hired a a person who designed, like, zoo habitats to do all the... To do oh, all the stuff yeah, for the yeah. Velocicoaster, like the, yeah, like the, the plants the and rock and, work yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that is to like that's the logic of like it's it is if it's a Velociraptor paddock, then we're we need to make it feel as natural as possible, like build it to them so that they don't feel like they're and just uh, even the aesthetic of how we do stuff now, where it is that thing. Like I feel like you guys talked about it before. It's like uh, it, with um you know with the Star Wars land and stuff where it's like sometimes the devotion to making it logically sound maybe isn't always the most exciting, you know, because you miss some fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, this is a theme park. We can kind of do whatever, you know, it's, it's, and yeah, I think like a big part of the Jurassic world stuff is making it feel like a real zoo to some extent. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's like mileage may vary on how enjoyable yeah. this aesthetic is. You're right, yeah. though, that original Jurassic Park feels like San Diego. It feels yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, and it's what it was it was going to open in San Diego yeah, yeah. and Lost World. Yeah, yeah. Right? I like that. I was I, I, <laughs> going through the T Rex going through the town is so silly, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, I don't oh, know. the I, Cadillac chase. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, love yeah. that. And the downtown Burbank. The 70, you know, it's downtown SAD. Burbank. Yeah, when yeah. I figured that out, yeah. yeah. Like that's the I I think it's a lot of things that aren't open, but like the blockbuster that yeah. gets crashed into, and yeah, every time I'm in, look, I'm already happy if I'm in downtown Burbank. <laughs> oh, when yeah. I real, I sometimes will go like, wow, Lost World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like <laughs> you're like a bunch of weird mechanical things ripped down this telephone pole, you know, yeah, this fake yeah. telephone pole. Uh huh. Yeah, they they wet this street down. This is probably closed for days. And, mm, uh, I- I, the Lost World, I haven't watched The Lost World in forever, and I didn't love it when I saw it for the first time. I only seen it once, but people were talking about Mission Impossible 7 with the big train sequence, and people were like, oh, that's so cool or whatever, and people were like, 
Lost World did that type of thing first, where the oh. thing was falling off the cliff. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Like this long, it was not, it was a trailer, it was not yeah. a train in the movie, but there, it was a very similar scene of like trying to climb up and get out of it before oh, that it stressed tumbles. stressed me out so much when oh. I saw that at like 12, hanging off the cliff in yeah. Lost World. Yeah. And Julianne Moore, it's like, like she's on yeah. the glass as it's like slowly yeah, yeah, cracking yeah. and stuff. That yeah. sound design is it's so, yeah, so eerie. That, that sticks with you. Filmed mm-hmm. on the Universal Hollywood parking garages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always oh, loved that. The, yeah, that was a fun. That was a good time to be here and going to the, uh, going on the the tram tour. Like when Lost World was still a big presence. Because now I feel like they they kind of got to make up that they're still doing big things. Yeah, yeah. And that they aren't just yeah. converting it slowly into more theme park. Uh, or that like I don't know. Well, th- yeah. Look, shows film in that soundstage, but we it, nobody ever goes to the back lot anymore. <laughs> but post Lost World, you could really there was an energy. You could really when, feel when you it. worked there uh, when you did like the tram tour and stuff. Was that because I feel like one of before I got a pass as an adult, one of the last times I had been there had been around when Jurassic Park three had come out, and there was like some sets and stuff. I feel like from the both of the yeah. both of those movies, we didn't go near them. It was a, it was very like and over there is some Lost World stuff. Anyway, now War of the Worlds. <laughs> Let's <laughs> or maybe it was right after War of the Worlds. Um, yeah, but but you know, but there's still the drive through where the Raptors. No, it's. I was just gonna say raptors spit at you. Oh, that's Dilophosaurus. That's not yeah. correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Dilophosaurus. Mm-hmm. I need to. I need to run some like dinosaur <laughs> flashcards or something. It'll <laughs> so come. Get my son is into him. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say as he, as, as he got as into the... the boy gets older, it'll come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, he's, di- he's not in the dinosaur phase quite. No, yet. he's pretty big in dinosaur, fa- and he'll ask what things are. <laughs> What's this one's name? Uh, I don't. But he now he's now he's just. <laughs> It makes you feel like what a, such a dumb 2020s pit. Like, ch- use your phone. <laughs> Check your phone. Oh, there's been so many discoveries since we were kids in the 90s. There's yeah, been so yeah. many different discoveries about dinosaurs, dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah. So whatever you might have retained might not it's be wrong. wrong. Yeah, it's better yeah. to not use what's in my head because yeah, it's, it's incorrect. Like the Plutos of dinosaur world, you know, what are the things well, that have yeah. changed, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, aren't we way more aware of the bird-like qualities and the, than that they had feathers? Like, that feels post our childhood. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. more popularized post our, our childhood. And I, then- and then, like the brontosaurus keeps going back and forth, where it's like it wasn't a real dinosaur, and now people are like, "Well, look, we'll take this other skeleton that doesn't have a name and put brontosaurus because we all grew up with that being a dinosaur." Wait, this is oh, news I to me. Brontosaurus isn't wasn't real. I knew that, it, but it was, but they've renamed a different skeleton. They, people have been trying to, and then interesting, and then like triceratops might not be its own thing anymore. Or like really? they might be combining That's... it with like Torvosaurus. Like I'm also like I mean you know I interview paleontologists sometimes on my podcast and it's always like I also Jason I feel the same where like sometimes I'm like oh is my knowledge just from when all the dinosaur dictionaries I had as a kid like right. I actually <laughs> yeah. probably should be brushing up more on what's what's going on now because there is stuff like that where it's like discovering new things and they're like well actually these five skeletons like all the scientists were drunk in the 1800s so like we actually gotta like <laughs> combine everything to get because like all that all the paleontologists it's such a trip there's uh, I, f- I forget there's a podcast where they talk about the bone wars where it was like all these paleontologists mad that the others were discovering stuff so they would like destroy each other's it was like <laughs> scientists were insane in the 1800s the bone wars yeah yeah oh my wow. god Whoa. Yeah, turns out the spitters didn't really spit. They yeah. just kind of drool, just kind of <laughs> dripped, and they'd have to get directly over top of their prey. Yeah, and it wasn't acid. 
No, or it was, was just, acid. It was just nasty. It was just nasty little spit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a xenomorph, you know? Yeah. What's the one? I need to file this one away for uh, future kid time. What's the one that has that's, it's almost, <laughs> the only way I can describe it is like it's bald. Where oh, <laughs> Pachycephalosaurus. Oh, okay. Great, great. That sounds P- familiar. I think I looked that up. It's a Pachycephalosaurus. Pachycephalosaurus. Because Pete Pulsoweet in The Lost World He's trying to pronounce the name. He's like, he's oh. like Packy, Packy. He's like the one with the bald spot, Friar Tuck. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, so my knowledge is exactly in line with a guy who hates dinosaurs <laughs> and is trying to hunt them. Mm, yes, exactly. Uh, um, I'm also getting confused. Can I ask also, like, is there any truth to uh, the the notion that dinosaurs are uh, some of them were little and cute and all live on a dude ranch with a bunch of plucky kids, <laughs> which is the case on the show that my son watches all the time called Dino Ranch. Dino is a, ranch. a Disney Plus show, oh, but wow. I think was bought from Canada. Mm-hmm. Dino Ranch. Uh, anybody with toddlers out there, Dino Ranch is a show. Uh, this is the highest endorsement I could give it in terms of toddler entertainment that doesn't make me want to claw my eyes out. It's not okay. a cocoa melon. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> We've ne- that's never entered our okay, home. Okay. I don't want it to. Maybe I'd like it more than it, but I just I feel like I hear things. I've heard things. I don't want this cocoa melon. Yeah, it seems like people start to like glaze over just like those bad CGI <laughs> models or whatever they use. Yeah, the- yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that seems like where parent madness enters. But Dino Ranch is not Camp Cretaceous, Cretaceous, which is the official Jurassic. Jurassic, which it plays, I believe, in the child swap room of this ride. Oh, really? Oh, Oh, cool. In the family room. That's a great idea. Well, yeah, bringing that up too, it's, you know, talking about like the Jurassic World franchise creating opportunities for rides and stuff. It is interesting that or the most interesting aspect is the open theme park. So they've gone back to that well twice now with the when they redid the Jurassic World ride or the Jurassic Park ride in Universal. Yeah. And then now for Velocicoaster, they're like, okay, who cares about Volcano? Uh, dinosaurs coming to mainland. Like let's oh, yes. like let's yeah. sit in the open theme park. Let's make Bryce Dallas Howard wear that, or you know, cut her mm. hair again to be that bob. You know, <laughs> severe. Yes, in the pantsuit, in the heels. Yeah. The um, I, that was a question I had. Was like, I guess by just by virtue of timeline, the Velocicoaster and Jurassic World: The Ride must be happening before the shit really hits the yeah. fan like, like the it it maybe happens before those kids come and then get with the babysitter and then everything goes haywire yeah, yeah. right so it's pre- so you're on rides that happen maybe like a week or two before Jurassic World the movie <laughs> yeah correct? i think i think that's kind of, i mean i think unlike star wars with all the you know the the all the detail-oriented chess that they're doing. <laughs> I think with Jurassic World, it's very much Collins just kind of like, eh, just, you know, takes place around the same time as the movie, before, <laughs> obviously before the movie. Mm. And that even, like, the whole discussion of, like, that movie is, like, now labeled as a post-Christmas movie, which is a weird really? space to be in. Because in the beginning, they there it's, like, snow, and then at the airport, you can see, like, Christmas trees and stuff. Okay. So, really? Maybe have I never seen the beginning? Did I get to the theater late? That is possible. <laughs> I've seen the it. The one I in Vegas. Don't remember. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was. Yeah. I, I had a hookup for free fat burger. So yeah. I was prioritizing that. Of I'm course. like, I think I'll pick up the. I'll, I'll get the gist of Jurassic World when mm-hmm. I get there. I mean, it's very slight. It's like one of those things where you're like, I think in one scene, in and I think in the when um, Ty Simpkins is like. He's like playing with his Christmas presents or something, like in the opening scene of the movie or something. It's very oh, slight. Yeah. yeah. 
I was just this actually. Uh, can I ask a quick question about your preference with the original Jurassic Park ride or the new? Do you have feelings on that? Strong feelings or mm-hmm. mild feelings? I mean, I I was very lucky that I had the opportunity, or just didn't have work that day. That I on the very last day of the original Jurassic Park ride here in L.A., I was there almost like all day, just like riding the ride as much as possible. Whoa, okay, because I was just oh, like, crazy. like sure again. It's it's one of those weird things where it's like, especially in LA, it's like, when are we going to be here when a new ride opens and when like a class, like, I don't remember when Back to the Future closed. Like I, mm-hmm. like, even though I grew up here, like, I don't remember when that ride closed or, yeah. or Backdraft, right? Backdraft was here in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not Transformers now. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like one of those things where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like here when like a historic thing is like, because yes. yeah, yeah, it's like here in LA, we don't have that many rides. And it is weird. And there's not always a lot of like history, especially universal. Yes, yes you know, right. Yeah, they're just but it's like starting to get there where things have been open for decades now. Yeah, and it is one of the things you're right where it's like the only reason they didn't turn this into like a Minions River Adventure or something, you know, was because the Jurassic <laughs> World franchise ended up being a surprise, you know, hit. Massive the, hit. Yeah, yeah, the first one like did like almost like double the projections opening weekend or something crazy where they Jeez. were like, eh, it's you know, it's just going to be fine. People like dinosaurs or whatever, and they're like, no, actually, people want to see these movies again even if they're not great it was like all right cool we can reinvest in the parks and you know do all that it's crazy to me the velocicoaster was only built in like three years or something like that we're like yeah like because yes. jurassic world comes out in june of 2015 and like maybe they were thinking about another ride before that but like it's just like thinking about how long it takes disneyland to do stuff where you're like oh velocicoaster like great we need a new roller coaster and then like yeah and like yeah, we've been three or four the, years like i think i think listeners are probably pretty aware of the extreme length of Guardians and Tron, especially, and yeah. like, uh, yeah, they they jam this thing together. It well, feels like I'm, I'm excited because they just they've broken ground on the coaster they're building out here, which the rumor is it's similar to this and similar to Guardians in a way as well. But they're building on the side of the mountain. It's Fast and Furious. It's not. Oh, okay. Jurassic oh, yeah. World. Where the animal show was, right? Yes. But I'm, yeah. I'm like, are they going to finish this in seven months? Like, <laughs> like they're Maybe. so fast at building we'll stuff. See. We'll see. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. But yeah, so like I do like the Jurassic World ride. I feel like you guys have talked before about like that notion that, you know, Universal, it's like, ah, we're having a great day. Oh, no, something's wrong. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. like we're, we're, you know, in the tomb and then it's like he lives. And, you know, you go like the Jurassic World ride, I feel like is like a little bit weirder. And the fact that something goes wrong kind of like right away now. Mm. So you don't have time to have like the peaceful yeah. Lagoon part, you're like, oh god, Mosasaur, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you kind of go I back to that, peaceful. I miss, uh, or what's the what's the cove that is it Mosasaur or Hadrosaur? Hadrosaur Cove is the one cove that you never the... get to go in yeah, that yeah, you yeah, get yeah. knocked <laughs> off the path. Yeah. So that part of like 
in terms of the flow of the ride is like a little disrupted in that way because you're like Mosasaur tank, which looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to kind of like this. Wait, Mosasaur is the underwater? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mosasaurus, whale yeah. dinosaur thing. Is that real? Yes, that's real. That's real. Yeah. That and they real. were that big. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, crazy. Uh, yeah. I th- they might the size may have been exaggerated a little bit, but the Mosasaur <laughs> eats the woman in the first Jurassic World. Yeah, she gets dropped in her mouth. Oh, right, the brutal death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favorite, oh, and I'm glad she was on her <laughs> iPhone too much. Yeah, they're like <laughs> she wasn't babysitting well enough. That's always like because Jurassic Park hates lawyers, and Jurassic World is like, well, we hate personal assistants. <laughs> you know, like you're like, oh, geez, I don't like you know. Again, being in 2015, like you know, trying to make it in LA, and we're like, uh, uh, uh. like I know, like. <laughs> Like is I'm she punished good. in a way for Bryce Dallas Howard's sins? Is it like oh. she her ne- like the nephews come and uh, she doesn't? She's so busy with her yeah. extremely complicated park that she runs that she doesn't put a proper childcare person in charge or spend the time with Maybe, them that yeah. she yeah. should. It doesn't. I've just I've seen the reading of this movie that it's like. Like this ambitious woman, fuck her for her. <laughs> like, there's something kind of I, you might you might be able to read into a lot of the work of this sure. director. Oh, okay. There's yeah, some there's yeah. some odd feelings. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite bit of fan art that somebody's done is uh, it's because you know the Indominus also gets eaten by the Mosasaur at the very end. Oh yeah, yeah. There's like it's it's uh, Katie McGrath's character, the Pteranodon that also gets swallowed with her, and the Indominus all like playing cards. Like next to a campfire in the stomach of the Mosasaur. <laughs> like, I forget what that originally a reference to, but I just really like that idea that they're all like, "Oh, all the things that have been eaten are like, like now." Pino- it's like Pinocchio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a couple days. It's gonna be that's gonna be a slow dissolve. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. take three weeks minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I do, I do like that they you know fixed up all the dinosaurs, gave them all a new mm-hmm. coat of paint and stuff. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. And, the, yeah. and and then I really do think. Because like, I feel like when Laura Dern or like people talk about working in the original Jurassic Park, they're like, oh, this giant animatronic could literally crush me. Like the actual physical animatronic, not that it's a dinosaur, but like this giant robot. Yeah. And I feel like the Indominus at the end of the, of the Jurassic World ride here, like gives you that sense of like, wow, that's like just a fully walking robot. Like it kind of gives you a yeah, little bit the of scope like, of it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, it's the cool. Scale. They didn't just screen it. Yes. And now granted the beginning Mosasaur is a screen, but it's a unique screen yeah. situation. Yeah. It's like, it feels mm-hmm. like worth doing a screen With there. With the water yeah. effect. I love that. Yeah. 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 I, I, I was I so too. delighted the first time we wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Any anytime people are surprised, you know, they're just sort of like looking ahead or whatever, and you're like, you have no idea. <laughs> like, what's yeah. that? Yeah, whoosh, you just get <laughs> drenched if you just. I feel like if you sit in the middle, you get it the worst. I feel like maybe. maybe yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I've now realized front row center on that thing. I, um, I'm sure I said it in an episode. I got I got souped. I got the biggest <laughs> souping of a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Like a degree, I was pretty was, like you. Go, it's when you enter the big building and not the drop, but you kind of like go into the water. Oh yeah, at the top of the and there's just suddenly the, it felt like slow motion looking. I'm like I had four seconds to watch this wave and it all <laughs> went. I felt like it went to my lap and not even the people mm. next to me. Yeah, everyone <laughs> else is dry, bone dry. Yeah, yeah. That's when they turn the water up in the summer. 
I, I don't think. know. Well, no, when, this when was, was a, this was a chilly evening. So oh, really, I yeah, I wish might have been okay during. Oh, that. Wow. I think I had a movie to see, and I'm just sitting there. And, mm. uh, um, <laughs> That's why I always ride. I always ride. I always like doing this. I ride Jurassic World, and then I ride the Mummy afterwards to sort of dry off a little. Oh, bit. Oh yeah, smart. Yeah. yeah, I know that doesn't have the flames part, but is there? There's flames in there somewhere, right? You can get a little dry. Yeah, a little bit. It's yeah. gotta be yeah. at least one flame in that ride. Is at least the not, wind. You know the the wind of it. Not yeah. not fans. I'm sure there wasn't built-in fans in there, but well, we're not sure. I don't know. <laughs> we have to talk we're to still some the jury's out on yeah, the yeah, fans. We're figuring people. out the fans. Uh, um, let me say this: the uh, I don't go on the Mummy a lot. I I now will definitely go on Mummy Orlando and look forward to doing yeah. it. I don't do it a lot here. I guess I find it generally unpleasant, but that still maybe falls into the launch territory for me. Mm. And full disclosure, I did not go on Velocicoaster. And I'm not here to to make excuses. Uh, I, I got to own up to the fact that I did not, and that we're doing an episode about something that I just was not brave enough to do, ultimately. I will just say... I th- I've I've come a long way on this show. I wasn't even you doing have, Splash yeah. Mountain with. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks for saying yeah. that, dude. I d- but this this does feel like a th- what to me, and maybe you guys can correct. To me, this feels like another level. I think this is out of the comfort zone. Uh, I I, I it, it seemed like a little too far beyond. I also, as has come up maybe a few times, or if you heard one of our Orlando live shows, I lost my voice real bad. <laughs> and I've realized that like I have a couple bits of armor now I, mm. I, 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 going on rides. One is holding harness mommy. I want to hold my, I need to grip <laughs> that thing. Yeah. And they, they do not have that on this ride. Just a lap so that I'm I'm screwed there. I've also realized that just like huge guttural yells is going to help me out on launches a lot because uh, Aaron, my wife, realized like you're closing your eyes and you're just like internalizing it. So you're gonna like you're gonna like shake yourself to death. That's crazy. <laughs> just like eyes open, yell it out, get it all. Yes, yeah, so wow. truth. Um, thank you. I, I'm trying to, uh, uh, but I realized like if I can't scream my ass off on this thing. I mean, I can't, or there won't be live. The live shows are canceled. So <laughs> mm. I, losing that armor, interesting. I, I like, and and so I, you know, I still feel like it's possible I could try this thing, but also now that I've laid all that out, and I then and you know my, you guys know my level. You know what I've done and what was like a little too much for me or what it. Um, what do you what do you think are are my chances? Do you think that I could end up enjoying this or not? Oh, it's really intense. It's <laughs> yeah. like really yeah. intense. Uh-huh. But here's what I'll Oh, sorry. But it's smooth. Yes, yeah, this, it's smooth. This is the big thing about it is because I it reminded me so much of Twisted Colossus, which freaked the shit out of me and Geo when we did it for the first time. Yeah. Also, this one did crush my genitals a oh. little bit. Like that one. Just a squeeze. Just a little <laughs> bit of like pushing. Just a my, pressure test. Just pushing my penis into my body. That is what happened on here. So I like I went on it three a bit times. Of a forced tuck. The first time was the worst <laughs> because I wasn't prepared for it. But it but so many things parallel Twisted Colossus, which legit freaked me out doing it. Mm. There was only the lap bar, so it makes it feel like you're gonna fly out. Same thing with with Velocicoaster. Similar kind of twists like the barrel roll, but I truly, I never felt like this thing is, I never felt in danger like that. Mm-hmm. So the smoothness and the newness of it was giving me a completely different sense of safety. Now it is, Jason's correct, it's intense, but I went on Hulk after Velocicoaster and I was like, 
Hulk is so much rougher. Like it's rattling yeah. my spine around. I, the, so you're gonna be freaked out. But I go, but there's a sense of like being handled in a comfortable way. Like there's a sense <laughs> of like safety on this ride that I don't feel on other big coasters. So that's yeah. the only thing I think that can I would say in the favor of you going on. I think you're gonna be freaked going on it for sure the first time, but it's so smooth. It feels like you're flying. And it doesn't it does. feel like yeah. you're, to me, it doesn't feel like you're feeling this like, oh my yeah, God, yeah. this thing's coming apart. And was, that's the difference to me. Was it was it Adam we were with uh, at Universal who said- uh, He f- had a, he freaked out? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh no. Near, near panic attack. I, w- I was like, I would say I was on the fence and it was a day where maybe you guys were going to do it. And then a near panic attack was described <sighs> to me and I'm like, that's, that'll do it. Yeah. Tapping right. out. Bye. Here. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's- it's, I was going to say, it's funny you talked about Hulk, because I went on Hulk for the first time, too, and I went after the Velocicoaster. Right. And that, I I didn't feel like I was going to pass out, but I feel like it was that you definitely- could. That, <laughs> it was definitely that feeling of, like, you are, yeah, you are definitely, like, manhandled, like, roughly you on You are that. just, yeah. like, going through turbulence, <laughs> you know, in the like, worst turbulence of your life on a plane, and that's what it feels like. You're rattling. Yeah. And you mm. can have fun on it. It's still kind of fun. Steven just found the difference. You want to be handled, not manhandled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. handled yeah, is yeah, like yeah, throwing right. luggage on a bed. That's yes. that's not being careful. Even though you right. imagine a man doing the handling, you'd think you'd be in good hands, but they're bad hands. The man hands. <laughs> the man so hands just, are bad You want to be handled, not manhandled. Well, that's the right. Hulk has these crazy G forces. Yeah, and I feel like Velocicoaster, it's more like airtime. Yeah, yeah. More it often. feels like that. Where like you're the like. When they shot Apollo 13 and they did the thing where they're like diving in the plane and you like f- you're floating for a yeah. couple seconds, yeah. parabola. It, yeah, it feels yeah. like they like there's seven moments on the ride where you're kind of just like floating in the like I kept laughing and I did this on I Guardians was too. laughing I kept too. laughing because I couldn't believe the feeling I was having. On yeah, it. And it was almost like this weird euphoria. I was I was still kind of freaked yeah. the first time. But I was in this weird euphoric state when I came off of it, which is why I've been like yeah, obsessed I felt with high it. afterwards. Yeah, I felt absolutely high because of the amount of times where I just was like, "I'm flying. I feel like I'm flying." Yeah, you it's come crazy. out of your seat, do you not? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, come yeah, out yeah. Of your seat a few yeah. times. Wow. Yeah, but when it, it doesn't. When it goes over the top. Oh my god. Yeah, that and part. It, so the, wait, there's no over the shoulder restraints, so you can't hug that. Mm-hmm. There's only the lap restraints. But as a shorter man. I love that because I'm ping ponging around in those oh, shoulder no. restraints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. that can happen on Hulk too. A tall man. Oh yeah, too. Oh, totally in Hulk. Yeah, because yeah. like that happened when we or the time before that. I remember. I like. I'm like. Am I graying out on this? Like, <laughs> uh, no, I felt a little bit of that I on Hulk. Yeah, some of that. Yeah, and I think as it's gone on, I mean, they they changed the the track a number of years ago, but so I still better. swear the original <laughs> one wow. is smoother. Like you I might s- be right. Um, there, there was definitely that euphoria on the Velocicoaster, especially like we were saying earlier of like when you go when it almost feels like your head is like going to touch the water or at least you feel a little bit of mist or something. You almost feel like Heath Ledger as the Joker hanging outside the car. You know, you're just like, oh, like this is like, like there's that element (laughs) of like, yeah, I think it is the like the fact that you kind of feel like you're floating rather than being like dragged along a, a on a, yes, a strip it, or something. Yes, yeah. especially that last the, the last barrel roll over the water. You're just like, 
I can imagine like being Superman or something <laughs> yeah, or yeah. fly like I'm flying upside down over the water and it, obviously it lasts like a half second or something but and you are probably 15 to 20 feet above the water yeah, but yeah, it yeah. feels like you're right it above feels like it. I'm going right in the water but like <laughs> no point did I ever even here's what's and I don't know you might Scott you might not react like this no point did my brain even register the reality in in the in the, mm. the gravity mm. of the, literally the gravity or the actual gravity of like because one of the first parts is they kind of make you feel like you're gonna fly into some jagged rocks yeah wow. never I was like ah that's funny like <laughs> woo yeah. like cool I didn't do it like and then the water thing you're like this feels like I, they could be like torturing like dunking everyone's heads yeah no exactly in the water you go <laughs> yeah. but instead of being like afraid I was just like woo yeah. Hey, my head's going in the water, whatever. And I didn't register that all week from like Port of Entry or Marvel Super Island. I was looking at it. Like, and I've re- and eventually it became my phone like background. My home, oh. Jane took like a photo of the sunset and the top hat and the, the track is there and the lit up uh, olive oil boat. Like, it was a very beautiful photo. Me ship the olive? Me ship the olive. And then I'm like, it wasn't until last night I realized, like, oh, my God, Velocicoaster's on my home screen as we're, Amazing. we're researching well, it all tends this. To get, you know, when you've got me ship the olive there, that, yeah, that, yeah. Takes, that and pulls it's focus. A beautiful sunset, but, like. Yeah, but the Velocicoaster. But yeah, the Velocicoaster's yeah. there. And when they were building all this, I was so worried that, like, oh, this is going to ruin the skyline it's gonna ruin you're not gonna be able to go and they they worked around it they like built around the only thing that closed was the old triceratops encounter they oh, demolished entirely oh yeah they put uh, her out to pasture oh no <laughs> to build the ride <laughs> old yellow like, style oh no <laughs> you're not real also and then they shot it you didn't exist you have to go you never were but the track is so like built into everything and they even you can get to the ride entrance by there's a pathway or you can come out the ground floor of the discovery yeah, center yeah. and mm. you still can see the view across the port of entry. So yeah, like all of that to, yeah. is, is preserved. And I, I, there's a special on the making of the coaster on Peacock, uh, which was very fun. You know, you got Trevorrow in there. You got Frank Marshall. <laughs> of course. Wait, was you this know. the one with Mario Lopez? Mario Lopez yeah. is narrating <laughs> for some reason. Thierry Koo, a longtime Universal creative guys in there. A number of people who worked on the ride. It's funny. Uh, I, I rewatched this, and I swear to God, I, I had watched the entire thing before. I had zero memory of <gasps> Frank Marshall <gasps> speaking. In, and he does speak in this. Clutching my pearls. A couple times. He does yeah. speak in this one. I remember. How? A lot of it. Clearly, he had, he had a lot of... We, you know, we wanted to do something bigger and better than had ever been done before. Mm. I thought, okay, write that down. Write down what Frank said. Yeah. <laughs> to Frank, I don't think Frank... It was, there's no footage of him going on this ride, though. Do you he think Frank be, would do it? He hasn't been on it. I don't know. I don't uh, think so. Uh, I don't know. It's an older man. Maybe he shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. I mean, yeah, good, bad for your ticker, you know. But it's so smooth. It's it so is very smooth. smooth. Yeah, I would it say is... Frank, don't go on the Hulk, but maybe this one. That have you guys talked about it? Because that's like the fun fact of like Steven Spielberg like rode the original oh, Jurassic yeah, yeah. Park ride and gets off. Like I feel like that's like a theme park. You know, one oh, of the big trivia at the top. Yeah, you didn't yeah. want to get wet, and and that, I mean, it always made me so mad that like so I need I could the only way to do that is to have the power of Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
and, that's what I I still in a way so I will still be going up the Splash Mountain or the which soon to be Tiana's uh, lift and like still kind of like that Spielberg treatment if yeah. I could they should just give you the option if all right anybody out yeah I'll do it yeah <laughs> yeah one last call <laughs> can I pull a string like a bus yeah <laughs> well that's the like, work think, lights come on <laughs> I I think we were all at the premiere of the ride of the Jurassic yes. World yeah, 2019 yeah. I was there to that night. You um, were there too? Yeah, yeah. Did we I talk was, about this before? I don't think we had, but it was oh. one of those things. Oh, the fireworks were very upsetting. Mm-hmm. I felt very like loud, they set yeah. them off right behind us. But I, we're, I think, Mike, were you saying that you tried to get on the ride with Colin like at some we, point? We, were, yes. we, we saw Colin <laughs> and we, saw, we thought he was heading to the ride and we were like, you know, if we follow him. We could be get on the ride <laughs> with him, but the, he was leaving. So no. mm-hmm. we didn't. Yeah, the exit we didn't, was the same spot. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't to, do it too aggressively. We just happened to be walking. We're like, oh, he's like we could go on the ride with the director of the movie. So I feel like he he. I feel like he didn't get off. I feel like he probably yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He, he might have toughed it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you were at that premiere. Do you, do you remember anything else? Do you remember like any uh, speeches <laughs> oh, or any yes. lack of speeches? You know, it's so funny because when I listened to that episode too, I was like totally with Mike. I'm like, yeah, totally. And then, then I was like, go. I actually went back through like some of the footage and things that I'd taken from them. And I was like, oh, I guess he didn't talk that. <laughs> but I was totally but you with you. Remembered him. I was totally him, yeah because so. just he's he's become such a you know spokesperson for. The franchise, in a way, right? Like, Absolutely, the franchise of Margaritaville. Yes, well, that. Yeah. And, <laughs> but it was one of those he's, things. He's the new Jimmy. He's taking the. He's man- taking the mantle. Yeah. He should. He should take his name too. Yeah. I am officially changing my Frank, name. Jimmy Marshall. Fine. Jimmy this Buffett is a Marshall. Kathleen Kennedy and Jimmy Buffett half production. The, half the people at the concert wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're in the back row, you can. Yeah, like, yes, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah he's got the flip flops like, on. I thought he died, but I guess not. It's <laughs> <laughs> better than a hologram, you know. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, um, I uh, it's fine. I feel like with some of these little scandal, these things where I say the reality, such as that Frank mm. Marshall didn't speak, such as that it, it is a uh, spoiler if you're not on the second gate that the the George Clooney story is a suitcase story, not a briefcase story, right? Or or uh, the the one that we're we still don't have the proof on Eisner and the uh, Eisner being oh, the yeah. golfer, yeah, yeah, and Soren. I feel like I'm ending up right, and yet I think people want the spirit. I feel like maybe am What's I the maybe Jebediah yeah, Jebediah yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 like maybe I'm doing a disservice to these tales by by unraveling them. <laughs> People want our audience wanted so much for Frank Marshall to have spoken. <laughs> yeah, I did. Again, I was yeah. like, I was so ready. I was right there, and then mm-hmm. I literally went back to my stuff that I had taken for, for the podcast. I was like, oh yeah, like I'm totally gonna back Mike up on this. And I was like, oh no. Oh, did you think you could prove it wrong? Maybe I, like, I thought I, I thought I could prove it to be honest. Because yeah, like I. Because you know, I was like t- t- creating content or whatever, trying to like from that night of like. Because uh-huh. again, it's like how often do we get to be around for a brand new ride opening? Like yeah. that yeah, was that's so true. exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, that was that, it was awesome to to be at for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah, it was like going through the going through the Watergate. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> there must be a way the Jurassic Gate uh, hearings. Um, <laughs> let's talk before we dive fully into just like what the ride does and the emotion of it. Anything from the pre-show. Or the queue that we, that we want to shout out. Yeah, yeah. There's um, first of all, I'd like to talk about the lockers. Yeah, mm. because the lockers and they have these on Tron now as well at Disney World. This is an innovation in the. I don't know who did this first, but the locker you put your stuff in one side and it comes out another side. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah. haven't talked about that. Yeah, that was odd on Tron. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, and it, this works so a hundred times better than the Harry Potter system of going in this oh, crowded little room. <laughs> Everyone's you're like, packed and fighting with people and looking for an open computer screen to touch, like t- touch a button and then try to figure out what that opened up. This God is God help a, you if somebody is like several below you. There's a yes. problem that you like not since high school. You didn't think you'd have to deal with this <laughs> yeah, again. Exactly. Somebody's hunched down or you're the one hunched down and somebody's reaching over you. Yeah, and I Hell. Hulk has like Hulk it's uh, it's not as crammed because it's outside with all these but like I was having a big problem getting into one of those free oh, the Hulk lockers. Ones are so far away from And it, then some too. of yeah, them were yeah. like paid and some of them weren't working and then I'm like trying to find somebody and I'm like do I need like a physical ticket? I like I was so confused. But the you way were, they do it now. The, when we were in Orlando before, I believe you were like a seeing eye dog for me because I had to put my glasses in the whole blockers. Oh, and we and had to walk like, through the whole queue. We had to walk yes. like a block to the queue and then through the queue. And I yes. was just like. I got on all fours. Fully magooing it. I put a leash on. Yeah. <laughs> got, and, and Jason just walked. Yeah, he held the leash as I Don't growl at anybody don't who gets too close. Him. Do not pet him, please. Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun yeah. time. <laughs> it was in and also it wasn't like a weird <laughs> yeah yeah thing, yeah what it sounds like so i um, had a different experience on Velocicoaster coaster because you know i had the scooter when we were in orlando yeah, sure. and this was uh universal i i have to commend them uh you know a number of attractions they're like oh they can't really bring that in the queue can you transfer to a wheelchair so I got in a wheelchair and Jane pushed me. So I kind of went like a roundabout way through the queue and I took an elevator up. Oh, you got to do an elevator. So I got to an elevator. So I I didn't really go past the lockers because she just stayed with the stuff. Oh, okay. And I got on on the exiting side. But uh, as a result of that, she was able to clock the car and videotape me. And then we were able to- Oh my gosh. Go frame by frame and find me on the coaster. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, just like a <laughs> smiling like a pig and shit, like having a ball the best time of my life. Uh, 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 here's uh, here's the photo. Here's the sunset wow. photo, too, I was talking about. Beautiful. We'll post it. And then other the people can yeah, yeah, yeah. my phone back. Yeah, yeah, yeah everybody's. <laughs> The city beautiful. <laughs> so the port beautiful. Um, uh, but Universal you, very team members very good about like helping people on if they need assistance, allowing extra time, like on Doom and. Uh, I also switched a wheelchair for villain con, so I got to do villain con seated. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh we didn't so, talk about that. They're just like, yeah, when you get on the moving walkway, lock those wheels, please. Oh, oh, oh. So, Did you do Tron? Did you do Tron? I didn't do Tron. Okay, because no. that's the only other place with the with these innovative lockers. <laughs> yes. Mm, I just wanted to make sure. Two doors. Two doors on each they, side. They said so, it couldn't be done. Yeah, I was also. I, lo- I love these lockers. I was I also thinking you were talking about the lockers that are like of the workers, and there's like oh you sure know, sure you know Ian Malcolm's oh. book there and Alan Grant's book and like oh. you know like the, again because it is that thing of like you know I think Harry Potter has such an advantage and Star Wars as well where it's like these fantastical worlds and stuff and Jurassic World is like. Uh, it's like the zoo, but with like a little extra zhuzh, you know. So it, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I to draw on. I get yeah, yeah. They're like how many beakers carefully. and amber like slabs can we throw in here, you know? Yeah. So I like the having the callbacks to Jurassic Park with the the book of Ian Malcolm and the book of uh, Alan Grant. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. 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 The, uh, also, and like Alex attraction Alan. posters. Oh, really? Uh, uh, also, attraction posters for 
the one the real ones for river adventure and and Tyrand on flyers but then like ride the gyrosphere yeah which is yeah. not something they figured out how to do although i also realized um the one in beijing we were talking about was apparently developed as a gyrosphere yeah, I read ride that. and then they it i think it proved to uh insane or uh ambitious or but they they filed patents for it they figured yeah, yeah. out how to which it would have been the kind of vehicle where you think it you're supposed to feel like you're going on it like you're being moved on the ground but the mechanism's up above you uh so you're being swung oh, around okay. it, it would have yeah would have been like that cuz yeah it's that thing of in the original movies all the glass is cgi like there's no there right. was no yeah. physical glass on them a complicated thing <laughs> to do. yeah just like yeah. A, a glass ball that's supposed to be rotating around like that's probably yeah. as just as sci-fi as the dinosaur part you know the gyrospheres Maybe yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but then I love. But then you you like ground it in that you're watching little Jimmy <laughs> Fallon skits in the. Yeah, I liked that part of it. I'm like, wow, they have the videos in the ride are what it would be in reality. Yeah, I think yeah. they filmed that on the SNL uh, set. Oh, that's cool. I that's think amazing. so. I believe. I believe huh. that when they f- they did that, they wanted it to have that, like you're saying, the old school feel like sketch lighting. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Oh, interesting. Huh. That's cool. That's cool. Um, the Q has. But am- I, can I just say, I'd oh, like to ahead. vouch for Colin Trevorrow to host SNL. Uh, can we, can, we, can <laughs> we get that campaign? on the record? Agree, yeah. Um, you um, may know me for my movies, not for being on screen. Uh huh. <laughs> Should have happened after the book. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, right, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't even finish uh, the name of it because it's <laughs> yeah, just, that's how I call again, it. Like, like, yeah, just like yeah, 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 yeah. We know when we say the book, we mean the book. The good, I, the book is not the Bible. The book is the book the, of Henry. The good book. Have you read the good book? <laughs> By that I mean the feature film, The Book of Henry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they have rope. They have animatronic yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it moves, yeah. so it's animatronics. But it's uh, yeah, raptors with the big. Uh, Mu- what metal muzzle muzzles, yeah, muzzles, yeah. yeah. Um, which are incredible. really cool, and that's those are sequences in in the movie, yeah. like these kind of these awful restricted these locks that make you <laughs> these face locks, yeah. that make you upset when you see them in the movie. But that's all CGI. So like the uh, Indominus, it's crazy to take a CGI moment and recreate it in reality. Mm-hmm. So lifelike, and to worry like. I swear you can like look at footage of those raptors in the queue and think you're watching CGI footage. It's really it's it's eerie. It's really good and it's also like it is kind of minimal movement for it as well. Like if you watch them, they're minimal movement, but it's just enough to make them feel alive. The cheeks and the eyes. Yeah, and like, yeah. And then so the ri- like the the not the, the cage or whatever is behind them rattles. Yes, but the face doesn't do it. So you're able to get like this really impressive moment without having this full body super complex yes. animatronic. And it's really yeah, well smartly done. I I it's, to me it seems. Like just some sort of minimal effects, like a yeah. smart use of of whatever technology. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask this: uh, the Mario Lopez special we've been discussing, this big <laughs> chunk that is about uh, creating the smell. We had to think about what a the, what a Velociraptor <laughs> yeah. smells like. I did not go in this queue. They don't really try to say what it smells like in the special. Did you, any of you guys, get a sense of the smell? Do you know what a raptor smells like? I wish I could say that I remembered what it smelled like because yeah. it was a while ago. But, I mean, it definitely, like, the vibe of, of 
what I would imagine a real Jurassic World is, you know, it's just the metal and there, <laughs> there's like a, like a rain, you know, petrichor, like that, the scent of like the rain on the sidewalk kind of stuff. Sure, sure. But I was like, well, they, the way they talked about it in the special, they're like blood. And I'm like, I don't remember any of that. Like <laughs> I, was blood smell. Yeah. Like? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember a smell at all. <laughs> maybe they stopped, maybe they stopped doing the smells. They there may, are no smells. Maybe there are no smells. Maybe the blood was throwing people off. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just like really sick on the ride. The I was like, oh my blood. God, blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Something awful happened. Um, uh, and and you get a little Mr. DNA, yeah, in there, uh, voiced by somebody new and not the person Stephen <laughs> you were talking about before the show. Oh yeah, who, data, who like held people at gunpoint. The yeah, voice of Mr. DNA. Had yeah, a, the voice. Yeah, Greg Burson. Oh. It was just one of those things where, you know, like there is these trivia points where we like. Oh, you know, there's only this amount of CGI in the original Jurassic Park, and mm. you know, like um, just just kind of the basic, you know, oh, the sounds of the raptors are like dolphins and tortoises having mm. sex, or like you know, <laughs> these kind of like the the basic trivia that we all know about, like the things we like. And but that was like a trivia that I did not know. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, who did New the voice trivia. of Mr. DNA? Because um, I think it was either Brad Bird did or Colin Trevorrow did the voice of Mr. DNA. Oh, I think Colin that's right. Did it in I the, think I remember wow. seeing that. Yeah, yeah. I think or Get Brad host Bur- SNL put him in a costume. <laughs> He'd be, be Mr. DNA in sure. a skit. <laughs> hey, it's me. You know, he has guns. Uh, I can't believe I'm in Studio Eight H. But or I think Brad Bird maybe did the voice of like um like an intercom person in Jurassic World. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. But that but um but yeah, it's it's funny that they've started to bring Mr. DNA back into like marketing and things like that oh merch okay. yeah, yeah merch as is that, yeah. they were coming up on the 30th i feel like you were seeing uh more mr dna merch around yeah yeah because it is this weird part of that movie where it is like we're watching a, a cartoon for two minutes mm-hmm. yeah in the middle of like a blockbuster movie but i feel like movies now do that a lot more like have like little animated sequences like trying to explain mm-hmm. a concept or something or or yeah. show a, like um I, I don't know why Ice Age was the first example, but like the Ice Age where they have the cave paintings, you know, yeah, and yeah. that animates his yeah. his past or whatever. Oh, I like a good thing. Coco starts with a lot of that, like that, like paper cut up. I, I don't know. Oh what yeah, pa- cu- yeah, yeah. That, but like, like a, a big chunk of backstory is explained that way, and you don't realize you're like eating your vegetables because it looks so. <laughs> you, you get lost in how cool and unique it looks. Um, you said another one in there though that I didn't know, which is the turtles having sex is. Uh, one of the Velociraptor sounds. I think it's like one of the, yeah, it's like two tortoises have it because. It's like a screech. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Not the, because I'm thinking of the, uh, and you're, wait, you're wearing Crocs or, or yes. Croc esque. The, no, no, they are official Crocs. They are Crocs. Okay, okay. okay. Let the record state. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, but like, because I'm so fond of the, the like, if, if you ever watch video, a video of a turtle having sex with a Croc. No. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yes, yeah. I have seen this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They it's just, the most <laughs> tender sound. It's not like sex. It's romance. It's oh, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yes, that's yeah. making love right the, there. Yeah, like Gary that. Rydstrom like pitched that down, stretched it out, and then it <laughs> becomes the raptor scream. Wow. Turned it into something mean, something so so passionate, so affectionate. Uh, um, all right, well, cool. Yeah. cool pre- oh, okay. I was going to say, you know what? I think when I was talking about the aesthetic, it's partly the black or like blue, gray, whatever aesthetic, but also there is a cruelty to Jurassic World. I yes. think what I actually... I'm 
more responding to is that the majesty of the first Jurassic Park I do miss in like maybe the new Jurassic World ride and then some of this like hmm. you're going through this queue and it's not like oh dinosaurs are wonderful it's like they're locked up <laughs> they will yeah. kill yeah, yeah. you they're, you're missing a little of that which is what I'm wistful or nostalgic for that's the only difference now it's good it's cool it's yeah, just yeah. that's the yeah. difference no, I, think. I think I'm, I think I'm, you're I'm, it's more than colors yeah. that I'm talking about Owen uh, literally tells you do not ride this ride is that correct <laughs> yeah. I missed that is clip pretty wild yeah because there was yeah. one for a one of my rides, I got to see most of it, and I'm like, "This is a like feels like a 10 minute argument." And there's like a <laughs> Larry David like on a, this a, ride, like Bryce Ellis Howard just kind of like looking at the camera, like <laughs> you know, like like because as Owen. he's just like that's what I mean. He's like a Werner Herzog character, like um like the Antarctica documentary that Werner Herzog did, which is my favorite. You know, the penguins go into the wilderness, you know, into madness, and it's like <laughs> and he interviews all these scientists who are like in case like they went down to Antarctica who like like have ceased talking to other humans and are just like studying whatever it's like that oh was I feel like on a like you know a better filmmaker would have like pulled that out but like that's part of the the Q video it's yeah. like Owen just being like this is bad we're Claire! all gonna die like <laughs> what are you doing to these people these people are why would you build this here and she's like Owen <laughs> It's oh, we're Are doing it. Oh, it's live There's now. Cameras on us right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they were really like pumping out yeah, new like rides: Velocicoaster, the Indominus. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, all of this and and what we said about the timeline where. This all happens right before. If if okay, things are bad in Jurassic World the movie. Mm -hmm. So if we've had a Dominus escape into the T Rex yes. paddock and, and the and a boat dropped and the there were the coaster the Veloci coaster went haywire too and they kept the park open. Yeah, she Christmas still had crowds? her nieces over. Yeah. It is making <laughs> it all happen on Christmas Day. Well, and, and that logic too that it's like wait they're going to visit her at Christmas time like the crowds that park's going to be at capacity. I don't know if that's the best time to have visitors. Isn't there less crowd on Christmas? No, not at Jurassic World. You should no, wait until the new year. You should wait until that first couple weeks in January. It's very slow when it's mostly just <laughs> cheer competition and football competitions. Yeah, I went and, and singing choir at Jurassic World. Yeah. yeah. I but, did marching band. I actually marked down, I marched down the thoroughfare. I blew my trumpet in the direction of Brookstone. <laughs> I was going to say, though, the parents were getting divorced and they couldn't schedule that. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that was well, the whole that thing. that is true. I know what um, that's um, like. Divorce, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's shoved really, off to theme park. Yeah, shoved, yeah. Oh, that was some of the better parts, you know? That was smoother, you uh, know? But it's, it's, it really they they paint Claire if you put up piece all this together is incredibly irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, there's no like it's Universal's a little bit more like cheeky like uh, like danger stuff and like Doctor Doom says ignore safety measures on the fear fall and stuff. But this one is the star of the movie who knows dinosaurs very well being like this is terrible. <laughs> Don't do it. Why would you build this? A dinosaur expert, a velociraptor, a guy who, who can talk to them is like stop it. Don't do it. And Turn this ship around. <laughs> and he's not saying it to the villain of the film. No. He's saying it to the other he's star. Saying it to, he's saying it to somebody who he wants to have sex with very much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, and this is going to ruin his chances. <laughs> yeah. He should be going, oh, great idea. Like, I know. Why do they keep working together? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It seems bad. Every interaction is as combative as can be. This well, yeah, but by the time you get to Dominion, they're like full on making out a cabin in the woods. Well, well yeah, finally. they've adopted a clone child Yeah, by they that got point. a clone child. <laughs> Ellie and Alan couldn't make it work, you know? <laughs> but they, but <laughs> yeah. they didn't have that. 
that's that Owen Claire spark. The, yeah. That electric chemistry that we I mean, see in all these rides. The tension from screaming at each other about Velocicoaster eventually built to that. Oh moment. yeah, it just comes to a head where it's <laughs> yeah, like, come on, no we all know what's going on here. We know what this argument is really here. about. That no. would be great if in Dominion they just had like a reference to the Velocicoaster just as like a little yeah. <laughs> Easter yes. egg of like in that time when like we let people get chased by <laughs> Delta Blue Echo and Charlie, <laughs> yeah. our favorite raptors. Each of all four of them ate a head. Yeah, they all. Re- you said it couldn't happen because the ride goes seventy miles an hour, but all of my raptors ate a full head that day. <laughs> if I, I okay, I was gonna say if I was a kid though, because I would always buy into the pre-show stuff as a kid, and I've said it the going to this place called Pirates Cove, which was a small place like amusement park by where I grew up. There was this UFO ride that exp- like explained we were going into space, and I bought whatever the pre-show, whatever the video said to me. And I, w- if I was in line for this, <laughs> and I was scared in nine or ten, and I'm like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The stars of the movie are saying someone I trust. They're arguing in the middle of trying to tell us what this ride is about <laughs> before the ride begins. They argue more than they say what it is. Yeah. And these are the takes they use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so can I? I don't want to go on a tangent. I think I can't not expel this from my head while we're talking about. The portrayal of females in Colin Trevorrow films. Oh, yeah. I was just, sometimes I'm like, how do you go from safety not guaranteed to, what is his, how did he get the, why is he Jurassic World? I'm so, I don't know Mm. much about him or where he came from. I feel like there's so much lore about Spielberg, of course. You know everything about Spielberg and he was on the lot and he, we don't know the story of Colin. Do you? Well, I was going to say the one thing that I find very interesting was that I think originally Brad Bird was going to do Force Awakens, but only if Colin Trevorrow was going to like just prep the movie. What? I I, I might have some of this wires crossed, but it was like, because they wanted JJ and then he said no. And then I think Brad Bird was going to do it, but then he was like, well, I'm doing the Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Right. He picked Tomorrowland. But then he was already in prep for that. So it was like, oh, I'll do Force Awakens, but only like I need help, basically. Mm. And so I think Colin originally was going to prep Force Awakens, which that feels like such a weird consolation. (laughs) I've never heard that. That feels like the uh, Prairie Home Companion, Robert Altman, Paul Paul Thomas Thomas. Anderson (laughs) standby director. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I might have some of this crossed, but these names were all swirling around. That's fascinating. Well, it's interesting because he fell into the, like, he makes the move, like, that, that happened a bunch in the recent past with True. Going sort of from a smallish movie small to being like to, yeah. to doing like the biggest thing with the craziest budget, and then once you're, I think once it was a huge hit, the first one, it was like, well, I guess we plug him in, yeah, because then yeah, he would been announced for doing episode right, nine. So he's doing yeah, episode nine. Can I just Skywalker. can I just knock one out real quick? It's called Book of Henry. It won't trouble and anybody. One for them, one it's for gonna, me. You'll see. It's yeah, yeah, but it's gonna be one for them too. You'll see. People are gonna want to see <laughs> yeah. Sickleman and uh, a woman doing an assassination guided by her d- dead son. Watch yes. the movie if you haven't seen the movie. Yes, uh, uh, I, I beseech you to watch Book of Henry. But here's what I did. I was like, what what is the root of Colin? And I and on Wikipedia there there's a mention of Colin's first short film from 2002. Oh, Two. It's called Home Base. Home Base is a movie where it's a sh- it's a short film, eight minutes, but a lot is packed into it. Uh, it's very like mini DV, like old blocky digital. And uh, basically, it's about a woman who comes to her boyfriend and says, you know, 
I have to tell you, this is hard, but I I had a connection with uh with with your boss at the company picnic, and it just made me feel like maybe we need to end this, and this isn't uh you know I'm just so sorry, I feel terrible about it, but maybe we aren't meant to be. And then the guy is this kind of snarkster Craig Healy guy, and he's like, <laughs> okay, all right, uh, well, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fuck your mom. Uh, excuse me? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna fuck your mom. Uh, why don't you go home and tell your mom, uh, get ready to get fucked. Whoa, whoa, you can't, hey, hey, hey! And he leaves the restaurant, and then sure enough, the next scene is him showing up at the house, like, uh, I'm here for Mildred. Uh, and then, like, and then he goes on a date with the woman's mom, and then... The, it's unclear whether anything's happened or not, but the woman has a fight with her mom, and then this is, oh yeah, God. this is the mom character. Is it such a shock that your mother wants to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> your mother wants to fuck! And, th- oh. and then, uh, and, and so it's... <laughs> This is the the very the first sparkles of the Trevorrow this filmmaking. Is never, no podcast has ever tackled this. I don't think so. Or... Although Wikipedia claims that this was like this movie had twenty five million views in a pre YouTube world. Maybe this was like an i uh, film world. I, yeah, it might have been. It might have like, dude, you, you got to see this mom fucking movie. This I mean, I guess fucking... that I could see like college kids being like, "Did you see the one where the old lady says that she wants to fuck?" Like, <laughs> I guess I could kind of see that logic. And like, when there, if there's not a lot of stuff, if he put it on, the, yeah. this is available, by the way, on YouTube and on what seems to be Colin Trevorrow's Vimeo channel. Oh, oh wow! It's just listed as him. But anyway, uh, this is too much for the woman, and she goes to the husband almost in t- no, sorry, the ex boyfriend almost in tears, and she's like, "I'm sorry, okay, I just don't want this. Please don't have sex with my mom. Uh, whatever I did, I'm." Just just sorry i don't she's like breaking down and the and the guy's response is like hey hey it's okay i don't think you're shallow i think you've got something wrong you're just emotionally completely disconnected i mean that whole orgasm thing it's not my fault if you can't come i've tried everything you've done everything you're just you're emotionally frigid you're physically frigid oh, what? and she just listens and agrees <laughs> And that's so, the end look, of the movie? I've, and no, because the, the end of the movie is she comes downstairs and the guy's there in a bathrobe and clearly did fuck her mom. The end, directed by Colin Trevorrow. Now you know that. Now the audience knows that. It's about its movie. (laughs) It's a movie about a a hero who says he'll have sex with a mom, then says you were too frigid to come, then does have sex with the mom. And this is where, and this is who is in charge of the Jurassic Park (laughs) franchise. Well, wow. I mean, Steven, did you know that? <laughs> no. I mean, I thankfully, if you want to do a full breakdown, I think, he, I think he's done. If you want to do the Donald Trump, I'm hearing this for the first time. I'm <laughs> hearing this for the first time. I've never heard this before. Um, what can I she was She was very frigid. Very they, frigid. Good look, account. he told us safety's not guaranteed. <laughs> you know? Uh, my, my thing is that, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, Jurassic Park fans are very much like, well, yeah, there's not going to be any more movies. Like, clearly, like, as much as people enjoyed the movies enough, you know, Transformers style, like nobody's holding on to Claire and Owen in the same way that maybe like a Marvel. Well, now we're even saying that now doesn't matter anymore because <laughs> nobody wants Marvel anymore. But like, um, I feel like at least Bryce Ellis Howard lately has like done some of the best Star Wars. Like she's she's right. been a really great television director, and I feel like just let her have these movies because I feel like yeah. she at least it's kind. Of, I always feel like. 
all blockbuster movies have like one actor who's like actually nerdy and into the thing that they're in. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah. Um, and I feel like she has been kind of a actually been like, oh, I know what it's like to run away from green screen dinosaurs, like actors on the volume and stuff. Like I mm. can, you know. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Help you like, di- like uh, help you sell stuff better and not just be lot like. Because I, huh? I imagine oh, yeah. big movies like this. Uh, Michael J. Fox talked about this on Back to the Future Forever Good that you can like everybody's so worried about effects and all the like you know uh, all the big meaty stuff that you the actor ends up like alone and like nobody's tending well, to yeah, the, nobody's really directing them. I mean, even like uh, um, oh my god, um, I was gonna say Gandalf, uh, <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen. Uh-huh. Even like you know if you watch those like Hob- the making of Hobbit movies, mm. he's like having like a mental breakdown. He's just yeah. like in a green room by himself having to act against like. 12 dwarves and Martin Freeman, you know. It's, not, it's so, this was going around, for, I think with the, I might, I'm probably like stealing the framing of this as like an existential nightmare, but there was footage that came, like raw footage of Space Jam and like what that was like for <laughs> oh, Michael wow. Jordan where like, uh, like and action and then he's on a green screen and then he's swarmed by four fully green Jesus. guys <laughs> all and he has to defend <laughs> a basketball against them. <laughs> it, is, it is a true nightmare. Yeah, I, yeah. My, my hope is that, because I mean, they're going to make more, it's like that was always that thing too it's like well they're done after dress it's like no they're not like <laughs> like yeah, like yeah. i think they i think they're putting it on ice in the sense because i think people are realizing that like when you don't miss a movie franchise you're like gonna get sick of it because with everything yeah, that's yeah. been going on yeah. but like i feel like yeah just get bryce Ellis howard who's kind of like used to like working on like leaner tv settings kind of make it smaller again you sure. know, yeah, you know yeah, all yeah. that stuff where it's like, yeah, and, and then get Clint Howard to pop in. Maybe I'm oh, surprised he's never been in a dress in a lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What's you... the second Jurassic World? It's Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the haunted house one. Yeah. And, yeah. Like I really like. No. That yeah. One. I really love that too. That yeah. whole part is because Jay Bayona directed that one, and so he did like The Impossible and some other stuff but some like horror movies yeah right? but oh yeah. yeah the orphanage and stuff yeah. and it's like you know i think dinosaurs are scary you know <laughs> and like yeah. leaning into that might help a little bit right like, yes. yes like you're saying and yeah. is cromwell in that yeah james cromwell's, cromwell's in that yeah like he, uh the uh john hammond's old friend yeah the hidden uh, he, the hidden partner that like the left. hidden partner yeah and he he i think just when you have an actor of that caliber it just kind of like lifts everything. Well, and up. Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter is also in it as the Whoa. as the nanny, really? Geraldine Chaplin. Yeah, because oh. she's oh. in all of J. Bayona's movies. So. Oh, interesting. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. Good luck charm, Charlie <laughs> Chaplin's granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. It made some cool choices, but ultimately, at the end of the day, not enough mom fucking for me. <laughs> that is <laughs> truly. That's we what can the just get back to needs. that. Maybe fuck that T. Rex's mom. Was that what his episode nine was going to be? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was going to be like sort of an ending like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We Oops. all right. We we know I am your father, but we haven't we haven't heard I, I fucked, fucked your father. father. Yeah. <laughs> the Knights of Ren. We're gonna say oh, that yeah. to Kylo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, about Princess Leia. Oh. Oh. Rest in peace, Gary Fisher. Um, all right, let's let's talk some ride stuff. You okay. got, there's already been some emotional reaction to like the big parts of it, but yeah. let's let's throw out. And, and I leave it to you because I can't. Uh, um, <laughs> what? What? Like? Wh- I don't know. Well, let's let's talk like favorite moment. If you if you had to pick a number one, because it seems like there's a lot of candidates. But what is what is the the peak of that ride experience oh, for you? Oh, I mean it. 
they they talk about in the making of special that it kind of builds in a way that like a lot of roller coasters that first drop and then like maybe some bunny hills or some inversions but like uh Velocicoaster does seemingly get in- more intense as you go on like that uh launch the up to the launch, top yeah. hat you know the biggest uh, part this phrase is, is new to like me by the way through. the top, top hat, hat. Top yeah, hat. yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. the, that big kind of it's, like yeah, straight up straight, straight up down and down on, on a curve it's almost like what's the uh, knots one that's just that Montezuma's Revenge, Montezuma's uh, Revenge which yeah. is just that up and down really King Ka at Six Flags Great Adventure in Jersey oh, sure. that has the a famous one yes where it's that's most of the ride is the top hat. But this is like halfway through the that's, second that's launch. That's like one of seven things. Yeah. And well, then the yeah. finale, the barrel roll. Yeah. I also saw it called a heartline roll or the Mosasaurus roll. Mosasaurus <laughs> is roll. such a surprising, like it is so crazy to go over the water upside down. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, again, like I was also scared of roller coasters as a kid. And I remember first time going on Indiana Jones at Disneyland, I held on like this. And like, I remember being rattled and stuff like that. And I think the thing about the Velocicoaster that, you know, maybe you might be able to do, Scott, is that like, because it's so smooth, you uh, like, you aren't like huddled down. You are kind of getting to like enjoy everything. And I feel like it's that, it's those parts where you're like doing these like twists. And there's that part, it's like, I, f- I forget at what point it is where it kind of like, it kind of like yeah. dips you down and then kind of, but like does it very It's like creepy. a fake out almost. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like a fake out. I think it's the second half. It kind of like feels like you're going to dip like, let's say, left. I don't remember the direction, but dip left, but then it takes you right back. Whoa. It's like this almost like fake out thing that happens too. And, yeah, and it is like a thing where they're like, you know, I guess, this, yeah, the story like, you know, at the beginning, it's like one, two, three, and you're like the raptors are running with you and you're like, I'm not really thinking about that when I'm on the ride, but it's those little moments like that fake out and stuff where you're like, I can remember the whole. I can like remember the order of things on the ride, maybe can, a little bit better than other roller coasters. Right, right. Yeah, because like obviously, like in Credit Coaster, for in, like you remember, okay, like what are the best parts of it? And now there's like little characters on it, which but but basically yeah. you're like you're remembering the launch, you're remembering yeah. when you kind of go up a little high and you go on that big drop, and then you remember this going in the loop and then the bouncy thing. It's honestly oh, yeah, yeah. what makes it like hard to talk about roller coasters on a podcast <laughs> because it's a, you, right. you end up so there's a part where you go up and then the part where that kind of that that twist and a, that yeah that, but this this is different these these moments definitely read as oh, right. like yeah. notable unique uh, that, that kind of go in a in a sequence that you recall right yeah. and it feels because it's a short ride it's very what is it it's 90 shorter than 90 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the YouTube video seconds? is like a minute and 32, but that's with like the oh, intro, like the, you know, Velocicoaster. Is it, by the way, in when is the launch, um, is the idea that you're going to go through a, a Velociraptor paddock, but they're going to be taken care of, they're, you know, they're, they're sedated or put in their place and whatever, yeah. but then they kind of, there's like rattling and they break out. Uh, when you're as you launch, is that roughly yeah. correct? Yeah, I, I feel well because in the Jurassic World, when they like let them all out to go like ride, I was gonna say ride motorcycles, but that was like a somebody CGI'd that. But like when they're all running a, a, with Chris Pratt, uh-huh. like I think it's almost meant to kind of replicate that moment of like 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 the you know racehorses or whatever. It's like one, two, three, go. But yeah, I can't. I, I'm like I feel like they let them out on purpose. 
Oh, I, maybe. But yeah. that, that's, that's like what Pratt doesn't want is that like, wait, you're going to like have them race a little bit? Yeah, yeah. My, my Raptors? Well, because it's almost like treating it like it's an exercise, you know, how people do like, you know, like SeaWorld or whatever. It's kind of like, oh. you know, I was like, is Jurassic World the bush gardens of theme parks, you know, where it's like oh, in SeaWorld where it's and... like coasters and animals, you know, <laughs> together? I yeah. guess so. And there's... You know the statues of the raptors yes. in the at the the first parts of the ride. You kind of go through. A look, when we were riding this again, I did not. I took my glasses off, so I didn't catch some of the like riding uh, uh, details as you're riding. But you're going so fast. Yeah. But the sound is great. Like yeah, there yeah. are raptor cries that are startling as you're going through at like 50 miles or 60 miles an hour or whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, that is the thing I forgot about, but like thinking about it again, that's the part I think that also adds a little bit to the thrills is, yeah, they'll have like raptor screams kind of call out occasionally. Just... Well, and there's r- raptors on the ride that I never saw, I never noticed Wow. Like actual like little static figures. I caught one. one of yeah, them I caught one of them for like sure. Startled the never, I had to watch a video weeks later and go, "Oh, there's raptors on the ride." <laughs> there's <laughs> like, also uh, raptors statues at the entrance, and yeah. I saw that on a lot of Easter egg lists of like, "Oh, that's sort of a nod to the uh, now long gone Dueling Dragons oh. uh, attraction, which had big." Dragon statues at the entrance. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm wrong. It's two. It's two minutes. It is longer than I thought. It's two minutes. Really? Um, yeah. But it's still so, short. A short ride. By the way, of course, we all know those dragons on Dueling Dragons, uh, uh, Blizzrock and Pyrock. <laughs> uh, uh, Blizzrock and Pyrock. Yeah. Blizzrock. Blizzrock is the ice dragon. Pyrock uh, is the the fire dragon. We all know they were back. They, they were, were back, back for a, a haunted house. They were back for a. Uh. Uh, a haunted maze. That's, that, my nights. question is: Is that a fact you learned in the last several months, or did you know that, love it, memorize it, pray to it at night? As I a knew it, year old? and then I I <laughs> double checked it last night because I'm like, what are their names again? <laughs> and I couldn't and quite Pyrock. find. I I had heard at some point, but I couldn't quite confirm last night that those are the names of the raptors at the entrance. Mm. But I think just like a little nod because you can get to. Of Lhasa Coaster from Lost Continent. I believe yeah, yeah. they demolished the bridge and then rebuilt the oh. bridge. Mom, maybe. Dad, can I call you guys Blizzrock and Pyrock instead? <laughs> I'm getting a little bored of Mom and Dad. <laughs> it's like how we all remember Blue, Charlie, Delta, and Echo. Yeah, uh, Charlie's the young one who's light green. Uh, Delta's the handsome one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Echo's, Echo's got glasses. Yeah, yeah, Echo's yeah. Got Echo glasses. does machines. Yeah, yeah. Blue, <laughs> blue cannot be called Beta because she is an alpha. So yeah, yeah. you got yeah. color blue. Yeah. Um, we can, oh sorry no I was just gonna say yeah like uh, uh, or well we actually let me ask you do you have a favorite of these raptors I like Charlie because she's like the young one and she was also like it is funny when they were like we're gonna make these raptors and we're gonna put like a blue stripe on blue because you know they're birds whatever mm. but but you know it's like that again attention to realism where like why didn't you make one of them like red so then at least we have like blue red brown and green because charlie's also the other one to me that stood out the most because she was like bright green and then she's the one that gets uh exploded by the rocket launcher at the end of the movie oh where like chris pat's like oh like my my old friend and then she like looks at him and then (laughs) 
and it just oh. explodes. Fucking Jeez. Vincent then, D'Onofrio, son of a bitch. And then I think, I think, I can't remember which one it was, Delta or Echo, that gets thrown onto the, like, it wasn't Margaritaville, it was the other restaurant, gets thrown onto the, okay. to the grill, the hibachi grill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. no. That's cool. <laughs> I know, looking back, you're like, yeah, they, like, we, they wanted us to love these dinosaurs, and then in Fallen Kingdom, they show you footage of them when they're babies, and you're like, what oh, happened yeah. to that? Oh, yeah. And, oh, like, no. onto the hibachi grill. Oh, they blew up in the, uh, what was that, uh, Chink Burger Rim or Burger Lounge, the one that was, like, a massive Ponzi scheme or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Like popped up everywhere for a little while, and then eventually they're like, "Oh, this isn't a just real one, company." Yeah, it's just like, money laundering. Closed. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you throw out these these terms, these like like little roller coaster uh, terminologies. The the um, there's top pad, and then there's I had not heard inverted stall. You have an inverted oh, yeah. stall on this, which means because you got four inversions on this ride, all told. And then there is one where okay, if you're if you're flipping the whole time, if you're spinning the entire time, that's not a that's an inversion, not a stall. And right. what this has is a moment where you flip and then you stay fully upside down for two to three seconds and <laughs> yeah. then flip uh, again. So I think that's a rare moment to that's find the anything. end thing. Yeah, over the water. That's the no, water. That's, no, that's roll. a barrel roll in oh, the middle. Oh, there right. is a. Uh, it doesn't stand out in a ride video where like twist and turn and then like it does like it gets still for a second for and then uh, flips again. I'm trying to remember what that specific one is. That's after the top hat. Is that right? Think I so. think so. After the top. Yeah. 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 Because that's when it. Yeah. You go up and then you're heading towards the um, the visitor center, the old visitor center. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right when the fake out happens or is it? Fa- yeah. It's so right before it's the all fake out? built into the land like it is for such an intense ride. It is not like obtrusive. No, no. To it's... where if you're entering it from the Jurassic Park Island, you got to follow like kind of a winding path. Yeah, it's kind of hidden. A little, it's it is hidden. downstairs yeah. and then. Hmm. Yeah, it is. I also was like, I had a problem finding it. I was wandering <laughs> yeah. around tired wow. that day and I was like, wait, where is this? I see it, but I don't, I can't get to it. A fact I think someone down there told us about when they were building this, you know, because they talk in the special like, oh, this construction site, there was no backstage. Like we, we were far from backstage. Oh, it's the middle right. of the park. So I, when they were transporting materials, sometimes they used the old island skipper tour dock, which is kind of off to the side of Jurassic Park. Oh, wow. Because it's just easier to put it on a barge at Board of Entry and mm. sail it across. Oh. Well, you know? I mean, yeah, when I, when I worked at Disneyland in high school, I worked at Pizza Port, and then our ice machines broke one time. This was like 2004. Four, I think. Yeah. yeah, it was like a couple years after California Adventure opened. But I remember that we wanted to get ice from Club Buzz or whatever it's called. And in, instead of having us go like through just that like courtyard or wherever, we went through the underground tunnels because we had this big ice. Oh. I had to like drag this big ice bucket thing and they just didn't want, I guess they didn't want us to like run over kids or, you know, just to sure. just to not ruin the illusion. But or or just even yeah. that idea of like, we're we're in the middle of this thing, and and like maybe just putting on a boat is actually just like so we don't have to go through crowds in order to try and navigate the stuff or whatever. Yeah, it seems like um, in this according to the special, because building this crazy ride in the middle of the park is very difficult. Then COVID hits, 
But COVID, then you got nobody in the park anymore. <laughs> so it might have helped them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great drive yeah. like a truck through Seuss Landing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Drive a flatbed through Seuss Landing. Uh, through oh, the truculent trees are about to happen. They're going to tear down the Dr. Seuss Land. Yeah. Oh, the Ford F-150 clipped the side of the three broomsticks. <laughs> The, uh, uh, the, I was saying earlier, the first thing, one of the first things that happens is that they shoot you over these like this what rock formation, and when it, and you're coming down, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong or you didn't think this, it feels like they're teasing throwing you into rocks. No, I kind of I felt that it was yeah because yeah. yeah it's not like it's not like um oh my god why am I forgetting the Yeti um Thunder uh, Mountain Everest? or no Thunder Mountain or whatever Matterhorn no. Matterhorn yeah, yeah Matterhorn where it's like. You know, like they're not like letting you know that a cave is coming up. You're like, this is just kind of a big pile of rocks that you're sort of heading towards. And oh, then yeah. I think I oh, feel like you're it'd be surprised when you hit a turn. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel that, like it becomes clear because I think that's like again, I don't really remember where the rafter statues are, but I feel like there's one kind of over by there maybe that like maybe it's almost like oh, like you know, we got to turn and get out of the way or something like that. Or, um, I can't remember if there's a raptor statue right there. Um, this, I feel like, is the first part of the ride where you get some decent air, which is where your body first goes, oh, I'm going to fly out and I'm just going to hit these rocks in these such rocks an aggressive and manner. These beautiful plants. And- but your adrenaline has surged so much, hopefully, fingers crossed, that you're just like, great, let it happen. Let it go. You know, just like <laughs> I give into the, these rocks. Yeah, that's what I need. Yeah, like, like Stephen, you're doing a pose that's kind of a just like giving yourself to the Lord. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what the I need to you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just like that. Okay, I can't restrict myself and tighten and close myself. I have to just. I got to open my chest and just like <laughs> creed. You will know? myself to be in it. I was yeah. more freaked doing Doctor Doom's Fearfall for the first time than I was this. I mean, it was shorter, obviously, but yeah. This yeah, there's this weird euphoria that this ride gives me. Yeah, but it's exciting. You you want to give Lord Doom your fear juice? You know, <laughs> well, of you course I want to give Lord Doom my fear juice. I gave him my fear juice. That and wretched I did Reed it. Richards is up to his old busybody tricks. <laughs> yes, and I but <laughs> but I didn't even I didn't even feel that I had fear juice left. I didn't know there was any fear left in me, Andre and Velocicoaster. <laughs> sure, I gotta you wait know? to refill my fear juice. Yeah, but I don't even. It just was in there. I didn't even use it. Yeah, this I guy barely has any fear juice. Squicks. <laughs> Squeeze his nuts. <laughs> Lower the lap yeah. harness. <laughs> Doom's, Doom is better at getting the fear juice out of me than Velocicoaster, than Owen and Claire. Are. Yeah. And look, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, toot our own horn, but shout out to the person who worked on this, who I know is a listener of oh, this sure, show yeah. who I've talked to. So it's, I don't uh, want to blow up their spot too much, but. <laughs> sure, yeah. Thank you for they're hearing thank this one. Great. The, it, was the an, it was an incredible feeling. coaster. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. You think about it once a week, both of <laughs> Stephen and Jason. The Velocicoaster. At least once a week, do you think about it? Do you get wistful? Because I do. Oh I get, yeah. I once a week, I go. Oh, that Velocicoaster is good. Well, I did something very nerdy where because I I got a projector and so I just put the projector as big as possible on the wall and then projected the Velocicoaster video. Oh, yeah. Really? Like it's kind of sad in the middle, just to yeah. be like, can I can I replicate that feeling a little bit? Because oh. this would, I mean, you know, I I had a. Uh, quest 2 for a minute and like one of the first things you can do is like a roller coaster or VR experience or whatever and mm-hmm. it's just it's not quite the same because if you're just you know if you're just standing or something it's not you know you're <laughs> not sure, sure. you're not really getting yeah. it yeah um, I yeah it pops up in my YouTube recommended 
like videos all the time is the ride through and other people's ride throughs and well this this i feel like was an early i feel like lots more parks now are putting out like really yeah, good official. quality official yeah. videos and this was one of the first ones that struck me where universal put out like a full hd mm-hmm. like really yeah, yeah. good quality ride through which is partially so they can just give the media this video and they don't have to worry about people with gopros like <laughs> electronics no, yeah. flying off their person you know and why not because yeah. it doesn't ruin it i mean i guess it might spoil a surprise or two but it's like an entirely different thing to, to yeah be on it yeah i would imagine well, maybe i'll know yeah i mean this and guardians i managed to avoid like mm. spoilers so i was really surprised by a lot of elements on both these yeah roller coasters yeah yeah for sure um especially guardians obviously because there's more like stuff to look at yeah yeah, um, yeah, which obviously is stuff to look oh, at. Oh, those are pretty horrendous ride-through videos. Yeah, oh, just I like know, swirling. it's hard. You might watch that and think like, "This ride isn't that good." You got yeah, that one. Yeah. You really got to be on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's hard um, to replicate like in the dark and and those sensations and that kind of thing. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, well, yeah. Like, I don't think a video of Space Mountain would be the best thing to watch <laughs> either. Let me throw out this this debate if we're kind of heading for the door because we kind of left this at Guardians because Guardians obviously a big candidate for best ride in Orlando. Uh, this one has to be as well. Um, I mean, I did a little poll online to yeah, see what yeah, people yeah. thought, but let's let's get the. Do we do we have knee jerks, Mike? I'm just it's gonna so make you. Hard. I got texted an angry. You got ten seconds. Got, oh, <laughs> ten seconds. <laughs> Let the man cook. No, what are you saying? What are you... My heart. Well, I was gonna say, a friend of the show, Matt Cardona, angrily texted me when I threw out the idea that Velocicoaster could be better than Guardians because he said, "Are we not theme park people that like themes?" And uh, <laughs> and it was like, but "Well, that's theme, true." But <sighs> I'll, here's what here's what I'll say. My heart wants to say Velocicoaster is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's my answer. Well, and it doesn't even. It's a viable. A lot of people have that answer. It's it not crazy. It doesn't make sense intellectually. You know how when you, sometimes your heart and your mind yeah. say different things? Mm-hmm. My mind wants to say Guardians. Everything about it, I like the movies better. I like, I'm a big rock and roll fan, as you know, as everyone knows. The, the, it's a new. It's innovative in the way that it turns of Guardians. It's amazing in the, the the way it looks like you're in space, but it's bright. I love it. It's amazing. But my heart says that I like Velocicoaster better. All it right. just does. Yeah. It does things to my body that <laughs> Guardians does not. It's a smooth, crazy experience that it can't... like. It doesn't again. It doesn't even matter. This could be a. This could be the book of Henry Ride. It does not matter. It could be themed to a short film. There will be Watts soon. Truly, the physical experience you have on it. We need to race to Sickleman's house. (laughs) Great, fine. (laughs) And there's like a static of the guy in the robe at the end, like right by the barrel roll. It's me, Sickleman. I am the. I am the police. So I'm above the law. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's from the short film. I got confused with Sickleman. Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting my Trevorrows mixed oh, up no, again. Dude, all right. It's, the, it's home base, the ride. It's home base, you're on, the ride. You're on a race to fuck your ex's yeah, mom. Right, right. Great. <laughs> Hurry. Somebody else might fuck The couple's her. having an argument in the pre-show about <laughs> fucking the mother, and they're like, no, don't do it. Yes, do it. Blah, blah, blah. You're frigid. I'm going to do you. it. Uh, uh, but I think that f- f- maybe for the first time in my life, I have to say that the actual like physical experience of going on the ride supersedes the theming or anything else. 
I just that's how I feel. That's what's in my heart, and I have to say my Mike has heart. declared it. I like it. Put your neck out. Yeah. Like a non-existent brontosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, it's bad. I uh, it's declare ba- your it's, opinion. It's a slightly bad. Like I love Guardians, and it's the yeah. second best ride in Orlando. It's a close one. <laughs> sure, sure. Wow, Jason, thoughts? Yeah. Um. You know, I'm the little thrill boy of the podcast. Mm, well, you know, I'm know, the thrill seeker. Um. So I think, like, yeah, I. I did this like the last day before we I uh, flew out and like was so uh you know worried all week like I kept having chances to go on it not getting on it for whatever reason worried about not one getting reason on or it. another. Yeah, worried about not getting on it and this was like the one thing down there I was like I have to do this. So like thankfully got on the last day. And I just found it to be so exciting and so satisfying. Yeah. So, but by if you're declaring it best ride in Orlando, you're spitting in the face of Peter Parker. Well, are you willing to do that, Jason Sheridan? I, I might say best coaster. Uh, I don't know. Ride, I don't know about best ride because then you start getting into the dark ride. Like I feel like Guardians and even Hagrid's. You know, they have a lot of story beats. They have a lot of tricks yeah. that are closer to dark ride mechanics than coaster mechanics. But I feel like this one has such exciting coaster elements with story and placemaking involved. Sure, yeah. It, Yeah, I think it's definitely in the top, whether that is just like recent bias of like mm-hmm. shiny new thing. You know, I don't know. but I think the fact that it's built in, it's so compact, and I've, I'm I'm so fascinated by how they're going to translate that thrilling compact coaster into like the hill at Universal, <laughs> like yeah, into that land, like another good, sort of difficult landscape. It's being built into. Also, the rumors of like. Oh, there might be drifting elements on this. I think there is, for sure, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like Guardians with the ability to turn, which is the drifting thing, and like Velocicos. That's the word. This might be real good. And it goes over (laughs) the- Best of the Furious is going to be our favorite ride. (laughs) Maybe. With the the hill coasters. And it goes over the escalator. It goes around the escalator. Whoa. It's cool. That sounds cool. Steven, I don't know if you've- I mean, this trip was a little while ago. You've probably missed some things that are potentially on the list. Yeah, yeah. But do you have a knee jerk if you were to weigh it? Well, yeah, so I haven't been on Guardians, but the thing that I can maybe compare it to a little bit is that, um, again, I worked at Disneyland in high school and was all, you know, all about that life that, Mm -hmm. you know, and then even after I stopped working there, I got a pass and, you know, my friends in high school, we had a thing where we would like go in the morning and see how long we could go before the lines would be too long Yeah, because, you know, we could just go the next day or whatever. And it was just like such a like magical part of growing up. Um, but I hadn't been to Disneyland in like 10 years until last year for my birthday. I did basically just did um, Batu. Batu? Yeah. Oh, yeah mm-hmm. sure. Did, did, did um, I didn't do the Millennium Falcon, but I did Rise of the Resistance for the first time. Yeah. Sure. And again, not to bring up any debates or anything like that, you know, previous know. debates on the podcast. <laughs> right. But again, like Jason, like you were saying, like I think Velocicoaster is easily my favorite roller coaster of all time. Sure. But that one I, seems easy. Yeah. But I think for me, 
there's like a part in Rise of the Zist- Rise of the Resistance where you forget that you're because like to me it's yeah it's like that like you're saying the debate of like theming versus pure thrills but there's like definitely a part in Rise of the Resistance where I'm like I'm just in Star Wars and I just totally forget the rest of the world exists mm-hmm. and I'm just fully immersed in a way that was just like you're like. Like, I remember describing it to my sister, like, the next day. And I was, like, starting to get, like, teared up. I was like, I was there, you know, like, <laughs> that kind of thing, you know, like, all of our favorite characters. But, like, but, but you know, it was just one of those things where, like, I think Rise of the Resistance is, like, my favorite ride of all time because mm-hmm. it it even has, like, the history of, like, every kind of ride thing. We have, like, drops, like, like vague. Simulator like, Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of, like, uses all the tricks. And so, yeah. so for me, like, Rise is, like, my fa- maybe my fa- favorite ride of all time. Velocicoaster, just pure thrills, just, like, something I could, like, ride over and over again. I feel like definitely Velocicoaster is number one in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, my, like thing that haunted me I couldn't stop thinking about for a long time was was the big cannons and right that like yeah. I just oh like yeah, I just the needed cannon. to like close my eyes and think about it for a couple <laughs> yeah. and during pandemic when it was not uh, available yeah. anymore um the internet uh, I did a little I did like all right let's do four at Disney World four at Universal Rise of the Resistance took it at uh, Disney World Spider-Man took it at Universal, uh, put them together, Rise of the Resistance, by a wide margin. Mm. Mm. It's almost as if Rise of the Resistance is a good ride. It's a, a good is fine. opinion. Yeah, good have, is a fine describer of it. I know, I know I've got my yeah. edgelord opinions over here. Good but... is a good way to put it. I agree. <laughs> to Mike's good. credit, I will say that now when I ride the Transformers ride, I do expect him to be like, I'm proud of you. You know, like I like <laughs> yeah. I do like I do get emotionally <laughs> impacted by that like that bit of score. Like I went and like yeah. looked up that score like to go listen to it later. Like it's like mm-hmm. it's like actually really good music. They, that end of the ride is like perfect. What I wonder is how many people people didn't feel anything about it before but Mike made them feel something <laughs> you about incepted it. us I yeah I would be interesting to know who I, I would think if you've heard me talk about it now that you you, you break into like tears when you see yeah. this part of the ride and then I influence people by being really into that one character actor who's in the the Q videos <laughs> that oh, the general? Uh, Balding he plays the general? Guy. Yeah, the general's like, Evac, what oh, are yeah, you he doing? Plays, uh, like, <laughs> oh, he's in everything. I love that guy. He plays like Landry's dad on Friday Night Lights, I think. Uh, he probably plays everyone's dad on Friday Night Lights. <laughs> yeah, like, he is. He, you're right. You're yeah, right. He does he, play everyone's dad. He plays every that football player's dad. That's one of the weird things. He's Kelly's dad. He's just that good, you know? Yeah. He can carry that many roles in a TV show. He's good. Having not done Velocity coaster i think i'm going guardians with slightly slightly behind hagrid's i am a bit i want to represent hagrid's here yeah, hagrid's also awesome. that drop hagrid's is just... number two in the universal in the online yeah role. uh um and velocity Velocic- coaster didn't make it to the four in the so is that is that heresy that uh, in in a little tournament that it wasn't well, in the top two. Of the- I would well, love to is know that if all also these people- just people haven't gotten down to ride it. Have possibly. they gotten down it? Are they scared of it? I'd like to know. They'd have to pass a test <laughs> to prove they went on it. Right, well, there to- were a thousand votes in this poll, so you have a thousand answers to get. <laughs> That's fine. Tweet us photos why, like why, Jason why did. Not a- the coaster? Tweet us a photo of you on the coaster like Jason has, <laughs> and prove that you are on it to be allowed to vote in the poll. 
So does that mean I'm not allowed to vote in the You're polls? not allowed. <laughs> All right. So my opinion. Your yeah. opinion you is to ride it. My opinion you is dirt. You have to ride a vintage and I need Popeye Toon Lagoon shirt. I need to see a photo of it, too, <laughs> to prove it. Even if, I mean, I guess if I'm on it with you, I can. I will vouch for you having gone on it. But other than <laughs> that, I won't buy it. at 70 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. You will have to. It's the only a, proof that you didn't fly out of it and then somehow get back in at the very end. Snap a GoPro that is reversed to your chest. <laughs> with it's a little bit of a selfie stick on it. Hopefully that won't impale you on yeah. some part of it's like it. Like Requiem for a Dream, you know, yeah. like that camera where uh, everyone's like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it might be. I'm worried it would. But you guys gave me hope that this might be something I could, I could build. Up I do to. think you could do it. I. It's not going to be. You're not going to be so calm on it. No, <laughs> I'm no. Not, but that's not but, the goal. But I just think that there's a there's a couple elements like that will be taken out. Which is the roughness of a coaster like this? Mm-hmm. My question is, do you do it sober or? Well, I know the answer to that. Huh. <laughs> well, but then there's a, there's dizziness because I didn't want to drink before Guardians, and I'm really glad oh yeah, because yeah, you guys good. were saying that Guardians got rough. Guardians, it's, it's, yeah, it's don't not drink. nauseating potentially, it's high potential for yeah. For nausea. It, it handles you in a in a different unique way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like jostling your little belly. Yeah. it's like kind of like touching your belly as you ride and like moving it around and stuff. In five Ooh, jostle, ten jostle. years. <laughs> People might be more accustomed to that as spinning coasters catch on more. Like we'll evolve to we be able will to evolve. <laughs> we'll like evolve. The Raptors did to get better at spinning, so we'll be okay for the Fast and Furious. Yeah, maybe one glass. Maybe one glass of wine. I just need a little uh, one little hit of Kendall Jackson Chardonnay. Let let, let me handle that, and then yeah, we'll yeah. see how this right. I didn't get. I get a thing in the pit of my stomach when I do the the big uh, uh, upside down part on Incredicoaster. Every oh, time really? now, I just it just goes like I can feel it like deep down there going like. Huh. And it's not crazy. I'm not going to puke or anything, but I can feel it. Really Never. doesn't do anything for it's for me. It's all like bigger drops and launch and that's the, the, oddly the the uh, spiral is nothing. There's like a G force on, and it's because it's too slow. Also, it's yeah. a slow <laughs> yeah, yeah. upside down, um, and I can feel it. And I it never ever had that feeling. Well, you're there's no longer on. the like uh, late '90s, early 2000s calliope music to comfort <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, that's really well. Yeah, yeah that was something nauseating about that. You're, you're a father now. You're so concerned about Jack Jack. You know, yeah, the pole. Jack Jack's Getting on the pole. him under control. <laughs> Three pole. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I really now I go There's on a ride. There's an existential stress about it. Yeah, getting yeah. the baby. Yeah, that's a dream I have every, once a week, probably, that, that I've like lost to the baby. <laughs> that I'm the not, baby I'm has grown 10 sizes. I haven't had that you know? dream. Okay. That it's like that. Uh, a large honey, baby. I blew up the kid. Yeah, yeah. Stomp around Vegas. Yeah. But the amount of times I've half asleep tried to like go through the covers on the bed in the middle of the night to find where I put the baby that's happened many times at this point where no wait I forgot to put the baby in the crib where oh no like just going through the comforter and like the different and then like feeling like I've been looking for 10 minutes oh my god and then it's finally like kind of Andre thing where it's like you're just going through the tunnel and then you pop yes. out like in a different yes place. and then going no the baby's in the crib okay. oh, god. well now you know what it's like to really care for something like uh, Owen Grady and Blue <laughs> right I do feel uh, more of a kinship with Owen now yeah. after this. Or Owen Grady and a clone child. Yeah. <laughs> I got to watch that other movie. Uh, uh, well, anyways, uh, f- fantastic to, to talk about this for a while, for a while. and here you're, you're passionate, passionate about it, uh, Stephen. It's lasted for a couple years. Your passion for Jurassic Park world in general. Uh, Stephen Ray Morris, you survived podcast The Ride. Uh, this is a pleasure. So so glad we could have you back. Uh, and let's uh, let's exit through the gift shop. Anything Thanks. you would like to 
plug. Thank you so much. Again, thank you guys so much. I just really love this podcast. And again, it's always an honor to be on. Oh, man. Oh, and th- well, and thank you. Like, we, like if we if we get tagged and see you wearing a Chris Gaines shirt or, <laughs> yes. uh, oh my God. or a launch queen. or I debated uh, uh, wearing the Chris Gaines shirt today. But, uh, <laughs> it would have been. Oh, yeah. I love the shirt. It picks a perfect So shirt, many but. of them have lead paint or microplastics in them. Yeah, yeah. you got to oh, yeah, be yeah. careful don't, don't with those yourself. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, but thank you for your, for your support and for being a great guest, too. But Thank uh, you. Yeah. yeah. It's always, I mean, again, it's always when you find a podcast that you love and you're just like, wait, somebody else like <laughs> thinks about Lost in You and you know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, but yeah, no, uh, again, it, this is so much fun. Um, yeah, you can follow me at Stephen Ray Morris and all the things, uh, see Jurassic Right podcast. And then I wanted to mention we were talking about um, off mic, but I'm uh, the next project I'm working on is a step-by-step uh, TV show podcast, you know, the classic TGIF oh. show from the 90s. Oh, you have handled me with this information, <laughs> Stephen. Handled oh, well. my God. Um, it's called... Um, um, it's called uh, Keenan and Lakin Give You Deja Vu. And it's with Christine Lakin, who played Al Lambert, the sassy tomboy, and uh, Stacey Keenan, who played Dana Foster, who was, you know, just the, every, you know, all of our teen crush growing up. And I, did, I had crushes on all of those girls on that show. They, like, ugh, and Suzanne Summers, rest in yes, peace. Like, yes, yes. Uh, it, I always really loved that show because it was like Brady Bunch, but with divorce. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah. This is and the, they you know, mixed it up. They had to keep you on your toes. They don't all, their hair doesn't all match. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, wh- I still don't remember which family member, which kid goes yeah, with what no, parent. It's, they, they, they mixed it all up, but um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working with Christine and Stacy, and wow. the 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 premise of the show that I think is very funny is that Stacy was a you know too cool for school teenager, so she never watched the show that she was on for seven seasons. And Christine was a kid and her mom was out here and she was just excited to be like in the first episode, they talk a lot about like, Oh my gosh, they're closing magic mountain so that we get to film this opening oh, kind of thing. Wow. So she's that yes. age. You hear, you were saying there's a, but right off the bat, you get a bunch of uh, info about that, about the magic mountain. Yes. Opening no, yeah. Of yeah. The show. Yeah. My God. Um, and so, so she watched every episode. So she was like the lore keeper with her mom and then, uh, Stacy was just like whatever '90s, and like so. That... And got out of the business as a very successful attorney. Yes, exactly. So their dynamic, I think, is just really fun. And again, it's like you know, for people listening to podcast the ride, it's the, you know all the '90s, you know, ephemera and goodness and pop culture and. Um, yeah, uh, Keenan and Lakin Instagram is the only thing that's up right now because the show is not coming out until March. But, oh, okay. Um, but placeholder with that. Keenan, get yeah, on Keenan, that Instagram. Yeah, and yeah. And I'm going to do it for sure. Love Step by Step. I, just, I saw you just tweet about Step by Step, and I can't believe how much backstory there was to this because you tweeted something about how it's, it's the best TJF show because it's the horniest. Yeah, yeah. Because Frank and Carol, Duffy and Summers, they're like – there's none of that. They're not like lock horns. They're no, like no. they are into each other. And there's con- I feel like every episode has some like uh, why don't we play that game where you're the fireman who's <laughs> yeah, yeah. home from a long sweaty day and you're <laughs> literally the first episode. It's like at the end the little button where they're in bed and it's like the to do list of groceries and stuff. And she's like, "What do you like to do?" And he like wrote it down. And she was like, "The kids could see this." And he's like, "Well, let's check it off the list." And it's like clearly he was writing the word sex, you know. And it's just like. <laughs> the, you know, this was a sitcom that, you know, it was in the 
TGIF block. It was 9.30. It, it, it was the late yeah, night. It was last oh. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It could yeah. be a little body. Yeah, yeah a little body. We can push it. We can push it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm so excited. Yeah, you were. You dropped this info before we started recording. I had to collect myself to do the episode. <laughs> so uh, can't wait for that. I'll, I'll listen to all of that. Uh, uh, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Uh, as for us, you can find us on the socials at Podcast The Ride. Merch is available in our T Public store for three bonus episodes every month. Check out Podcast The Ride, The Second Gate, or get one more bonus episode on our VIP tier, Club 3. You will find all of that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. And now, and but if you do any of that, Please provide some receipts if you voted in the poll and have not been on Velocicoaster and therefore not qualified to just like give Mike your info uh, so you could just show I'll, your voting credentials. Yeah, and I'll, I'll write a whole form sort of to, to, to prove that your opinion matters to me. And it'll be a questionnaire <laughs> and I will be uh, yeah, compiling this and I think I will post it soon to know if you are allowed to vote in our future polls about best rides. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, fun recording. Uh, I'm gonna, I gotta go fuck all of your moms. No. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.